This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What is up, everybody? Episode 592. We are days away from whitetail season here in the Midwest. Just a couple days away. Can you feel it? It's oh, time. I feel it. It's time. Beat my plums. Let's not get too excited, Sorry. though. Don't make any pushy moves. Play it smart. That big buck you've been following the last two weeks, his velvet's changing. He's moving. He's off. He's hard-horned. He's doing some unpredictable shit. You're starting to panic. Your wife's starting to wonder about you. But you know what? You're you're more calculated than you give yourself credit for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got this. Mm-hmm. Grip on to it. Just think Confidence. about what's going on. You got this. You're the man or woman. Probably the man if they're listening to this. But <laughs> there's like three women to listen to this show. Let's, let's, let's hear from all the WCB ladies out there, huh? Where are you? Yeah. Doug. There's one lady in here right now looking at Doug. I was waiting for her to like, give, a, give like a woo or something. Yeah. We need some woo girls that listen to this podcast. <laughs> what we need. That's just what we need. Where's all the whores? Hey, hey, hey. My bad. I didn't mean. I got excited. Damn, dog. Sorry, I'm not used to this. All right, I'm not used to this. It's weird for me. <laughs> here we are. This is a fun podcast. Uh, Old Barn Taxidermy, Stuart Pringle from Legendary Safaris. Uh, in this podcast, we talk about... Um, a lot of stuff, taxidermy, Africa, trips, our favorite antelope, all that shit. But we have Africa dates for 2024. We're booking for 25 as well. And we have bear hunt dates. Um, there's there's still a lot of open spots for Africa, uh, but they're filling fast. So we've In the last two days, we filled two weeks of camp. And bear camp is filling up quick. We have maybe, where's my sheet? We have like four spots left on 20, the bear 24 sheet. Bear Camp in Ontario. We're doing two weeks. First week is Doug. Second week is Eric's. And I'm kind of like going, I'm a tweener. I'm going a in tweener. between. So, um, Doug versus Eric yeah, again. I'm working on a webpage that has all the info for all these hunts. So you guys can see the info and just contact us. But if you want an Africa spot, 
for 24 or 25 let us know if you want a bear camp spot let us know as soon as possible it's the most fun you'll have come hunt with us bears like the gateway to new shit um so it's a good hunt to get on so hope you enjoy this episode check out old barn and uh of course you know legendary safaris Stuart pringle um it's gonna be fun we're gonna have some fun camp. Be a great time uh podcast is brought to you by elite archery mm. mm-hmm. big time well yeah do you like big time <laughs> love big time huntworth gear love it rocking yeah. tarnan from illinois to africa and everywhere in between and they still can't see you <laughs> uh loophole to optics Trophy line, your mobile hunting needs, saddle hunting, Whammy. grizzly, Blackgate trail cameras, mm. camo yep. fire, mm. love it. Novix tree stands. The new Raider series is shipping and out and available from the ladder to the Raider hang on to the sticks. I've got both. Get in that right tree. All right. Kill a deer. Nice ad lib. And uh, that's our partners for this <laughs> this episode. Get that tree. All right. Take back your weekend is actually their slogan. <laughs> yeah, I'll take back your trees. Okay, yeah. Good job. You got a veteran shout-out, big homie? I do. This is submitted by uh, Jake Ishmael, and the veteran is Sean Grulinski. Ski. Grulinski. I'm going to go with that. Get confidence. Uh, in the U.S. Army. <laughs> what was the other Thomas. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't. What is this? Oh, Shut Christian. Up. No, Christian. <laughs> don't ruin this. <laughs> Sorry. Says Sean was a major in the Army and served a total of 26 years. Holy Ooh, shit. Damn, Sean. Thanks, brother. Six years in the reserve and 20 years active. I first met Sean seven years ago through my aunt, and he allowed us to turkey hunt on his property and eventually let me deer hunt it, and I was able to take my first bird and buck there. Cool. Damn. High praise. Although Sean doesn't hunt himself, he has allowed me to hunt his property year after year, even if it is two and a half hours away. So shout out to Sean. Shout out to you, Sean. Thank you Sean. for your service, and thank you for being a good person. 26, 26 years. years. That's incredible. So that's longer than our intern's been alive. What do you think about that? By like 12 years. Six. Oh. Yeah, six years, actually. <laughs> He's like, six? I have a mustache, remember? So thank you for your service, Sean, and thank you for spending that, Jake. Yeah. Thanks, thank Sean. You. Thanks, Jake. That's awesome. That is cool. That's a badass right there. That is a badass. Cool. Thanks, Doug. Good job. Thank you. This was a fast intro, but uh, this close to hunting season with this kind of wild of an we gotta episode. We got to keep up the pace. You got to keep it going. We wanted keep to get it going. going. We had to keep it going. Thank you to all our partners. Thank you for supporting us and our partners and uh, being part of the WCB. And community. we'll see you in Ontario, Canada, or South Africa. One and two. Different countries. They're just. Cheers. We're just world travelers. Cheers. All right. Let us know. Hunt spots are booking up quick. We're looking forward to hanging out with you. Enjoy the episode. Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in.
nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. It is the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. <laughs> you didn't figure it out, that out yet. I think it's episode 592. Is that why you put a question mark behind it? Uh-huh. Okay. okay. <laughs> that sounds right. If it says it on my paper... It's right. It's right. So if it happens to be 594 or 591, worry about something else with your life. There's bigger things to be worried about. Right <laughs> That's why there's a question mark behind it. That's right. Kurt Geyer speaking. Eric Common. Doug Schmidt. Stuart Pringle. Sam Gaylord. Tanner Hartman. Linda Gaylord. We got a round table here tonight. That's right. There's a lot of people in here. <laughs> and uh, we hot. are surprisingly more sober that everyone listening would probably imagined with this much people on a podcast. Normally, it's, it's destined to just be absolute shit show right from the start. <laughs> so, so far, so good. So far, so good. We're like two minutes in. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. still smiling, a little confused. We're fine. But we're here having a good time. Yeah, we haven't had any fines yet either. Nope. Oh, nope. Oh, on right. the table. We'll get into that. If you listen to our South African podcast episodes at from last year, last about about a year ago. Yep. Um, you'll know what the ginger brandy is doing here on the middle of our table, and we'll get into that. But this is going to be a old barn taxidermy slash G two slash let's go hunting in South Africa podcast. Yes, please. We're just doing it all. We're doing it all, right? Because old barn, obviously, longtime partner of ours now at this point, and now you know G two forms. Guys are always killing it. Trying. I think you're on. You guys are always on like the the new edge in the taxidermy game. From my perspective, yeah, we hope you are. You're just being humble, <laughs> yeah, man. We hope. We hope. We try really hard. You but, are. You really are. But you guys well, bring you. that fresh perspective to a spot that can be awkward for a lot of hunters. Like that's how I've always like pitched it. Like I've been into taxidermy shops and archery shops and tattoo shops and. BMX shops. Where it's awkward. Where you go in, it's like uncomfortable. You almost feel like you're an annoyance for being there in the first place. Yeah. When it's a place of business that provides a service. Yeah. Yeah, when you're all We're, excited to bring your deer and like, so what do you want? Yeah. You got three options. <laughs> yeah. Straight left and right. <laughs> it's like, what do you think? Well, I don't give a shit. And we yeah. don't we yeah, it's almost like a lot of tax rooms that just seem burnt out to me. Yeah. You, you know, feel that way? No. Oh, no. No. I've loved this industry from day one when I was a little bit of kid, you know, and I knew this is what I wanted to do. So I'm just blessed to live my best life every day. Right. So I love it. And I love people. So I love listening to all the stories. Uh, like you said, we try not to ever hurry somebody out, but, you know, we do occasionally. I mean, it happens. Well, well you're busy. You know, yeah. yeah. But, you know. Vinny's an asshole. Yeah. But, you know, we have we have our my youngest son, Colt. He's our host. So, you know, he handles most all of the customer service when they walk in the door. And then any more guys, a lot of people don't know me. I'll walk right through and they, they don't say a word to me. So it's kind of weird, but fun, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. But no, you see I, a sign there that says "Employee of the Month" and it's you. Yeah, every time, every month, every, every month, month. Yeah. up on the wall. I get Employee of the Month every month, and I get my riblet basket. Do you, oh, do you get special gets, parking too? No, well, yeah. She gives me fifteen. Employee of the Month is fifteen dollars. Don't listen to Tanner because he don't know about it yet. Oh, yeah, well, he's, working, he's working his way. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah but yeah. I go to Applebee's and I get my riblet basket. Uh huh. You know, I talk to Mary, the, the little gal, every time, and she, you know when I don't get Employee of the Month. 
when she forgets about me, uh-huh. Mary's sad. <sighs> She's so, like, Where's, poor, where are you at? Poor I'm, Mary. I'm like, honey. Because I, I give her my cell phone, you know? Yeah, right. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Just in case you need to call in that extra favor for the riblet basket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need one to go. I need yeah. a riblet basket on the side. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I love what I do, and there's not a bad day in my life. That's I mean, great to hear. There's just not. Just well, living well, do, you, do you feel like the burnout comment I made about a lot of taxidermists? Do you see that in other taxidermists when you connect I do. with them? I do. You know, we work with like 700 taxidermists with our tannery. Mm-hmm. So now with the uh, tanner side of the business with the G2, we're, we, you know, we're again, we're building this with just it's, it's going crazy. I mean, it's doing really well. But we get to interact with a lot of other taxidermists. So... I would say I see a lot of it, yes. You know, and, and I think some of that problem is they don't have help. You know, I've, I've got 21 employees right. between the tannery, the taxidermy shop, the meat processing, and then G2. You know, we, we got, we're got we surrounded by a lot of young, you know, inspirational people. That's what I said. I, think, I, I bet you a lot of it is, you know, it'd be hard to sit there and work by yourself all day long, every day. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and when you're taxidermist... Not everybody picks their stuff up like they should. So, you know, most of those guys are, you know, they're living deer head to deer head. Well, then yeah. when the deer head doesn't get picked up, you know, it, it, it just sours the whole process. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, we have enough cash flow entities that we can absorb that so it doesn't kill our aura. You right. know, yeah. Right. When Fred's not picking up his deer head. It's not ruining the vibe. Damn it, it's no, bad. Yeah, no. it's still a bummer. But now, now Linda's pissed like a son bitch when they, when fred ain't picked his deer head up because she's got to pay the bills you know but sam don't hear about it until once every blue moon she comes and says hey we need to make some phone calls yeah <laughs> you know yeah. we gotta get we gotta get some money collected yeah, yeah. yeah. it's gotta get up the ladder for gets to employee of the month yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and you know and i want my riblet basket that's important <laughs> you know so, well, all I, the trinkets I, yeah i do i do what linda tells me to do so hey it's just, it's it just works. That, it's just, that, it's just that simple. It's that simple. It's a good life. I, yeah. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about G2 a little bit because, you know, we've talked about it, but not, in not necessarily in detail not from detail. you guys on a podcast yet, I don't think. No, no. Uh, about 10 years ago, uh, I met a guy up in Wisconsin that had his own line of mannequins in several other the other catalogs. Is that what they're considered mannequins? They're they're a mannequin. I guess they would. I would be, say but form. I, yeah, they're form. But that would express both of them. You know, mannequin or form. I tell mannequin better. basically it's not that important. And why are we stressing over it? <laughs> I just, I just well, never heard anyone call it a mannequin. I you, you know, you want to talk about stressing over it? You know, I I do a lot of social media stuff for us, and I can't never remember how to spell mannequin. Mm. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's a form then. Join yeah, the club. So, I put, so I put a form, you know, and then I look back. And I, ah, I need to class this up. So I put mannequin, and then finally my auto correct correction will will <laughs> fix it. After you try it five more times, <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, I, I met this gentleman. Uh, he's a great old guy. His name's Steve McCready, and I don't know how old Steve. He's probably ten, fifteen years older than us, I would imagine. Uh, but he'd literally been fucked over by all these other companies because he would sign contracts saying, "Hey, I'm going to do this for this." Well, then he something would happen, and the contract wouldn't get fulfilled. So anyhow, he we were we were at the world show, and we were sitting out back. I probably shouldn't tell you this, but we were smoking some fun stuff. You know, okay. we, we were having a good time. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, Sweet uh, Chiba, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're sitting there, we're bullshitting, and he's saying he was telling me his sad story, and I'm like, dude, 
to it. Let's do it. I said, sculpt me some, sculpt me some deer heads. I'll put them together. You know, I'll, I'll sell them for you. Mm-hmm. He's like, really? I said, oh, I can sell. Give me a chance, you know? Mm. So then, you know, I had to pitch it to Linda because she's got the money. She's the boss. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you did what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, honey, you know, I want to start this, this mannequin business. She's like, you're crazy. And I'm like, well, I'm not crazy. And she says, well, you are crazy, but we'll start this mannequin business. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. So we started with him. And, and Steve, he, well, he's so talented. He's, he's, he's slow at it. And I think that's probably what makes him as talented as he is. So we had some just growth issues as far as, hey, Steve, let's, let's get four done. Let's do this. Let's do that. Well, four wouldn't get done. And, you know, we, we went through that for a while. But uh, finally, we had four done. Uh, we started mounting them in our shop in, in the old barn, and we fell in love with them. I mean, they literally they mount up like nothing we've ever had before. Uh, so then we get four more. Then we got four more. And I, I don't, Tanner could tell you today, what do we have, like 28 different sizes and poses, I think? We're up to 45 now. Oh, see, that's... <laughs> lost your empo- You're not getting your riblet basket. Thanks, Tanner. You don't know you what's don't going to, on. <laughs> you don't need to worry how many. I, I've got it covered. He's got me covered. That's <laughs> why you hired this He's guy. got me covered. He actually, he hired me. I I don't know how I get these great people, but I do. And it's You just, have a great team. I, we, yeah. we do. I... I, I I take pride in leading this team. I mean, I literally have 21 individuals that will come there and and love what they do and do what they do the best they can do. They love coming to work. Yeah, yeah. And Tanner, bless his heart, I mean, he's he's number one guy in that company. I mean, he was my first employee. Um, my son, Colton, he operates that end of the business. I don't get involved in it, as you can tell. I didn't know how many mannequins we had i love that actually. but but tanner's got it from the ground floor so you know and him and colton are basically the same age um within a year or two i would i would guess i don't know that for a fact but mm-hmm. they all look the same age to me uh, you know they both have bright futures there because it's my last big hurrah and it's it's the final puzzle piece to put my puzzle together of old barn because now you know not only are we tanning we're making our mannequins we butcher your deer and we put it on the wall Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a nice one-stop, one-stop shop. One-stop yeah. shop. Um, it's just working well. So we were talking Tanner on the way here, and I really haven't got a chance to ever sit with him and tell him my plans, my future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's on board. I mean, he's he's liking. We're going to build another building and growing, we're, man. Yeah, we're gonna. That's going to be riblet basket. That's going to be riblet basket. Set right up. Think until, about it. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, you go the pearly gates. You know, that's you get a process there, and you take it across the road, and they'll cook it for you. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Um, I don't know how you know. Don't get. Don't give any like G two secrets away, but. I've walked into your workspace and you're like having a good time, jamming music, good music, and it just seems like a neat place to like work and a neat day to day job. It's a job that I think a lot of people probably when you talk to them they're like, "What do you do?" And you probably have to explain. A non deer hunters, you know, but just a little bit, not not too much. It, it, but they get the idea. It's like yeah. you said, it's the atmosphere is great. I get to make my own schedule, um, which I do put in a lot of hours. I want to build, help build this, and, and not just nonchalantly go through it Mm -hmm. but i want to have a good time and anybody that comes in i want to have a good time with you know and chat yeah um so yeah it's it's been going really well and i'm really enjoying it having a good time what's the process like to make these uh mannequins can we talk about that or can you not no no, we can talk about it uh first thing you got you got to have a good head i mean everybody that's the first thing you look at right you know the eyes the nose and whatnot so we literally take 
the head the size that we want and we shave that we we and nair it and actually get it down to bare skin and we make a plaster mold of that head like a physical actual in the flesh deer head you're a saying. deer head right out of the processing center mm-hmm. and that's what's nice about like our company you know we deal with eight nine hundred deer a year and through the processing so if say joe brings in a big big healthy nice looking five-year-old deer and, he, and he's not doing anything with it cutting the horns we cut it off keep the head mm. so then we we throw that head in the freezer and then when we have time we shave that head and we make a plaster mold of that head <laughs> so it's so just, bizarre it's pretty, pretty cool it's pretty <laughs> it's, it's neat so now you take this plaster mold right and there's a, a clay called monster clay and you literally put it in a crock pot and it turns this clay into looks like chocolate like mm-hmm. horrible chocolate so you pour this clay in this mold and you clap this mold and you roll it around till it cools well now that clay's on the outside of the inside mm-hmm. of that mold and then we put that two-part foam the tanner uses every day in there and then once that kicks and we open that up now we got a clay model of that deer so Damn. so from there then it goes to the artist that's as far as I can take it. Then it goes to the artist, and he cleans that up, smooths it all out, gets the symmetry correct. You know, the left's got to match the right. right. I mean, everything has to be proportionally correct. And then we make a final mold of that, a, a, a good mold, a good fiberglass mold. Mm-hmm. So that's our head. So it all starts with the head because in deer taxidermy, you know, you start with, like, down south, they got six and a quarter to six and a half inch eye to nose. And then as they're coming farther north, you know, it gets six and three quarter to seven, seven and a quarter to seven and a half, seven and a half to eight. Mm-hmm. So that is our growth issue we are having at this point. We don't have a lot of small, you know, we're working with a Midwest whitetail. Yeah. Right. And the industry is so jonesing to get these because they really look great mounted, right? The industry's wanting them but I don't have the head size for them. Mm. So I'm reaching out to all my OGs down south to save me heads, you know, because I, I can't, here. yeah, I don't have them here. I, you know, I can't make a head because I don't know what your heads look like. Mm-hmm. So, but once that happens, once we get a head and he gets started sculpting, then it's just up to, to the eye of the sculptor. I mean, we, we make a makeshift mold, I guess, out of a carcass, so we'll freeze that carcass in the position we want, and then we take uh, literally a froth pack from Menards, you know, that you spray insulation. Yep. We'll spray one side of that thing, turn it over, lube that up, spray the other side, and break that apart. And then we've got a, a just, just a rough mold of that shoulders, neck, all that transition. And then we'll do the same thing. We'll, we'll heat that clay up, put that clay in there, roll it around. So now we have a rough body mold. That's crazy. So now so you, that is crazy. Yeah. yeah, so now you take that body, right, and you, you, you mount that head on it, and you get the head position you want and everything, and then then the real artistry works. That's when you start smoothing everything out, getting you know the proper muscles where they muscles need to be. and, and, yep. and everything else. Yeah, but the, the hard part of this, guys, is, okay, so now you got a right turn, semi-upright, 7.5 by 21. But now you got to make the left turn match that right turn identically. Mm. That's tough. You know, that's and, – and Steve does it eloquently. <clears throat> I mean, that guy, he, he can turn a right to left. Well, now you got that, so that works out. Well, now you need that 7.5 by 23. Same pose, same look. So now he's got to turn that. That's where it all gets mm. tough. Yeah. <clears throat> the, 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 initial, the initial part is not <clears throat> critical. But everything after that, because it's got to match, and 
in the customer's eyes. Yeah. And the customer being our tax number. So yeah, that, it sounds like a lot. Like that's when you get gets, into that. That's when it gets technical. So, but I'm working with our old buddies down there who's scanning the deer. Yeah, classic racks. Classic racks. Shout out to classic. Rack. Aren't them guys the best? God. Oh, they are the best. Damn, it's the coolest company. It is. It is, and and they'll come on. You call them, they're there. Yep, dude. I want to collect all those little mini euros I just came out with. I want them all. I, I do too. I want 500 of them just lined up behind me. It'll be a shelf. So cool. It'll be a shelf about this long. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> awesome, but yeah. So you you got with them about yeah. I'm having him. He came in now. He's scanning my right turn twenty one inch right, mm-hmm. and we are attempting to make the mold reverse of that, just from a scan. From a scan. So now we won't mm-hmm. have to match the right to the left. We'll have an identical, but right. we're having trouble with it. You know, we're in we're in its infinite stages. So you know, we we put together our first mold, which I don't even think we've tried to pour into. I don't believe it will work. But you know, they're they're doing everything they can do, and I believe in the long run this is going to work well for us. I really do. Figure it out for sure. If once we figured it out, Merry Christmas, shitter's full. (laughs) Shitter's full. (laughs) The shitter is full. (laughs) That's I'll be out in my wardrobe and blowing (laughs) the shit right out in the gutter. You're going to go buy fucking ten. Mini riblets, riblets, riblets. Okay, so that's that's a great way of breaking down how it's made. Yep. Now everybody can do it. Everyone can do it. Now you just gave away all the secrets. That's all right. Pretty incredible what you've done, and and it's amazing. So, so sell me on. I I know the answer to this um, from my perspective. Look at that's the question. Have a ton of G two forms in the studio, yeah. mm-hmm. and you can tell <clears throat> ones that were mounted on a G two and ones that weren't. Yeah, um, because they're the ones that get the most compliments, especially the. I mean, fuck, all of them are amazing, um, especially the buck you did last weekend at the show. Yeah, uh, my eight pointer. That was phenomenal. It was an awesome thing to see come together. I think it actually got a lot of people like. Oh shit! Like, yeah. especially they go into the trophy room, see the bad taxidermy, walk around the yeah. wall, and then <laughs> Sam's Mountain on a G two. Yeah. So, um, what? Why would someone prefer a G two other expert? Why would a customer want it, and why would the artist, the taxidermist, prefer it? The first, if you look at the anatomy, the anatomy spot on. Okay, um, I've been doing this business for a long time. And I'm mounted on most everybody's mannequins. And there's some good mannequins. I'm not going to tear everybody else's product down. There's some good ones out there. But there seems to be a, a an ongoing problem with one or the other that's just, you know, the shoulders are too wide, the neck's too short, you know, the, 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 head's, little, the head's too wide. Details. There's just things that just, when they're mounted, they just, they look okay. Mm-hmm. But it just don't come to me and say, you know, and I, let me back up. Only God gets these things right in my we, we have a creator, I believe, and I and I believe he only gets them right. But with that being said, we're trying to recreate what he created, right? I don't particularly love a whole lot of the other mannequins when I'm done. You yeah. know, I, I look at them done and then we mount we still do mount on because I don't have every size and every pose. So right. uh we mount on a lot of other mannequins out there and there's some great ones. I I'm not gonna beat beat people up. Uh, but I really like the look of ours when it's done. It looks like a mature Midwest white-tailed deer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of skepticism, I guess, if I could say it like that, with some of the elite taxidermists that 
are getting real fussy right now about like the outside of the eyes to the outside of the burrs and stuff like that because we got a big blockhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could take a hundred reference photos and and blow that out of the water. It's wrong. It's wrong. Everybody thinks that the outside of the burrs should no never be inside of the outside of the back corners of the eyes. Mm-hmm. They said it can't happen. Well, I can show you a thousand pictures to show that it can happen. Mm-hmm. I like that blocky headed look mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. I think it looks like a deer, you know? Yeah. And to be honest with you, they're all sculpted off of a live or off of a dead, but been live deer's head. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those things, but to get back to why, the foam. to why proofs in the foam. Yeah. We <laughs> no, no. Uh, good job. Yeah. We were able to, right, with sure. with G2 being a sister company to all the other companies, we diluted our overhead by 4. Cuz I still got the same people operating all of those companies. So what that allowed me to do was not be able to have to put a ton of money in those mannequins retail because of my overhead. Right, and I'm in an old barn, just like the old barn I taxed me. I'm in an old barn. Tanner works in an old barn every day, so all of my overhead costs are very, very, very low. And then the foam, the two part foam that we put inside these mannequins, we actually private labeled ten years ago, and I sell to most of the other manufacturers that manufacture these mannequins in the United States. There's a few we don't, we don't get them all, but we get most of them. Yeah. So we're using our foam that we or the distributor for it, it just works. Bottom line is I'm cheaper than everybody else. That's let's a pretty just call, good sell. Let's just call it a spade a spade. You know, everybody right now, a mannequin typically starts at seventy five, eighty five, ninety dollars, and I'm at sixty five dollars every day. And if you buy fifty five at one time, I drop it to fifty five. <laughs> Damn, son. Get why, yourself a why, deal. why would you not? You exactly. know, if you save thirty dollars, if you save thirty dollars, you do it a hundred of them. You made three thousand bucks. Take your wife on. Hey, hell, let's go to Africa. Go to Africa. Come down, yeah. please. I'll get, I, if, if you do nice two, if you do two hundred deer a year, I'll give you a free African hunt. Boom! I just did because you saved six thousand dollars. That's right. That's a free African hunt. It's pretty big shit right there. Dude. Why would you not want to put? Because they look good, right? Mm-hmm. They're not snake oil. They're yeah. cheaper than everybody else's. I think all it is is like where this all just goes crazy in the taxidermy industry is just marketing now. It's marketing. Word of mouth. Yeah. Because everything else you got freaking lined up, man. Yeah. You got passionate people putting them together, I've working got, on them. And- I've got the best marketing team in the world. I'm looking at those three boys right now. Oh, we, that's very nice <laughs> of you. We appreciate that. Four boys. Stuart. Five boys. I got They're wow. here. I got the best marketing team in the world. Well, thank you, man. I mean, well, thank, thank you. There. We're proud to be partnered with you guys. We're, we're so proud to be. Very proud of you boys. We're proud of you guys. Well, thank you. Well, yeah. I'm pumped because we got you guys down in the trade show circuit. Stewart's going to loop in with us, and we're going to have just a party at every we trade are. show. Are you going to mount deer at every show now? I either? am. I, that was fun. That was cool, man. <laughs> well, there's cool. A lot of people talked about that. It did. It like, went good. It, a lot of people were like, man, it's it, it's just neat because I don't think people expected it to be. I think people have like a false understanding of a process that hunters are around well some hunters are around more than others you know what i'm saying some others have <laughs> to talk shit but i don't, I don't think people get how fast of a process it can be when you know what you're doing yeah 
You know, and you know, of course, it's not dried and painted and finished work and no. all that stuff. But uh, mounted uh, is incredible to watch. Yeah, those. I I brought that hide race ready. Yeah, it was ready to go. I race knew. It, ready. I, I I knew it fit that form like a glove. I mean. Yeah, you know, we didn't fuck around with that. Well, yeah, you're at a show. You're not. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. yeah, there was no struggling with that. But I was an hour and ten minutes putting that deer together. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, and, that's crazy. And uh, Lance and Jordan filmed some cool stuff they did. this weekend and all that. So I want to I want to shout out to both those boys. Like, oh my god, hard workers. Them young yeah. men have got it going on. I wasn't there, but I can imagine. Like you said, you go and look at all the mounts on the wall <laughs> that people are entering. And they come look at that, and they're just like, "Damn, yeah, Dude. This, this, this poor this poor kid come over Ugh. to me, and he had a monster in there, and he was almost in tears. And he said, Ugh. I dropped it and broke it loose.' And I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, "Well, you know, it's fixable. Don't don't freak don't out. Panic. This is this will be okay." I said, "Show it to me." We walked around there, and I thought, "Oh my God, you got worse problems than this. <laughs> it was the worst I've ever seen. That was brand new, you know." And, and then again, you can't say anything because it could have been—it's offensive. Yeah, it could have been his first one right, or yeah. his brother's first mount. I don't know, you know. But yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, between the internet and everything that's that's available to a taxidermist today, it shouldn't look like this. There's really no excuse, no excuse. for it anymore, man. It's. No. I get it. You got your buddy. You want to support him, but God damn. Yeah, be, I got a buddy. 150. Yeah, we got a good buddy. We got a good yeah. buddy. We want to support <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, I paid 150 bucks and got it back in 14 days. It's like, man, I'm trying to do the, uh, yeah. s- spend the money, bro. Wait a year. It's <laughs> yeah. worth it because you're going to get it redone. And Pri- here you are again. Yeah. You know, prices are all over the board right now. What's going rate? This is a good topic for, you know, I, I want to get into this a little bit. What's going rate on average for a whitetail shoulder mount, just like an upright? I think there was just a post on that uh, Whitetails of America thing. I think it was $780. Is the average? Was the average. Oh, it varies. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I've, average. Got, I've got some of my best friends are getting twelve and $1,400 now. I mean, they've, Jeez. you know. For commercial type work? For commercial work. Um, again, we have the overhead diluted over several buildings. I mean, I, mm-hmm. this this business model works in everything I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have kept our price, what I think, for the quality that we do at a reasonable working man's price. Mm-hmm. You know, in southeast Iowa, you know, where all this started, a good job there but doesn't pay nothing. You know, I mean, a good job's twenty bucks an hour, mm-hmm. and most guys are making between fifteen and twenty. So, how can I justify sitting there charging eighty dollars an hour to sit on my ass and mount a deer? When it, I just got a different philosophy than a yeah. lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's but I think this year we're going to be seven hundred fifty dollars for our deer heads. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's, you know, it's it's we're not the highest and we're not the cheapest by no reason, but I. I think we give them the atmosphere, and, and we're trying to sell a family organization with family values. We try to be hospitable to everybody that walks in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to give them some merchandise with their mount. Convenience fee. Yeah. Mm. Everything's right there, like processing, everything. You have, everything's there. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. all things that are good after a successful hunt really is. Yeah. And, and just, just adding that. Meat processing has been huge for us mm-hmm. because of the convenience, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're getting heads from, you know, Des Moines, Iowa City, places that we wouldn't have got them for, and they're calling me at night and say, hey, will you guys take them? We take them up until 4 o'clock in the morning. I mean, and now this year we're going to have a self-check-in. 
So they're just going to be able to come in, slide them into a cooler, mm-hmm. and leave me a note, <laughs> you know? Nice. But we've actually, for the last three years, we've had that man until the next morning. I mean, yeah. we had guys on call. Yeah. So, and, you you know, guys are killing it, man. You are. Well, it's working. It's, it's, by the end of deer season, we're tired. Yeah, you know, we don't want we don't want to see another deer. So. <laughs> Linda, lean, lean into the mic just a little bit. Yeah, lean into the mic. I spent the last week of deer season. I am just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, it's over. So, so now I would put. Wait, this, I got one more deer. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. One more. I was like, and we take it. We're like, okay, well, wait on. for me. Don't shut the door. Yeah, hold the door. Hold the door, hold the door. So now I was got that late doe season, right? Oh, you yeah. Know? And and we're killing bucks. That's, that's for another story, you know. But anyhow, we're like, no, we're no, we're done. <laughs> I had so, a vacation plan. <laughs> yeah, and we did. It was legitimate. It was legitimate. Well, well, we we took off this year. I I worked the vacation. I said, okay, after deer season, we have to go somewhere, do something. So I'm like, but I made it later so we can accommodate the late, the late season, late season, doe season. You got to go somewhere. You don't see a deer in the wild at all. <laughs> we actually, dead or alive. <laughs> we go to Disney. 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 The Good kid, spot. The kids love it. And see all the African stuff. See all the African yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, that brings us in. Unless we're, I mean, we can always come back. We can do whatever no, we want with no. this show. You guys are amazing. You it's are awesome amazing. to see well, you. Kill thank it. you. Thank I think you. your, uh, you know, your passion alone, just mm-hmm. how you talk about yeah. what you're doing, even though it's a shit ton of work and you're spending a shit ton of money, it's a lot of effort and all that. You can still sense that you're passionate about it, and that's yep. the biggest thing. Well, because thank you. if you're not, it's easy to see through it. And it, it puts off a very, um, I think, uh, subconscious, unwelcoming feeling if someone's not in it. Right. You sense it. That's what you sense. You know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There's never been a time when you walk in there and everyone's always smiling. Like it's always. Yeah. Happy to hear. They're all trying to get the riblet basket. That's the best thing ever. Getting is. that special parking. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Happy family. If, yes. if next time we go there, if there's not an employee of the month frame <laughs> with his picture in it. Yeah. Let me make a note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Order one of those. But you have to take them all like prison style photos. I'm just going to bring thing. a riblet basket to you. I would love that. Wow. Ooh. I would love that. Getting the brownie points. Something special. You know? <laughs> Easy, Doug. Hey, I'm his personal photographer, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, you, you got employee of the month pictures there. Exactly. Damn. <laughs> photographer. Some side deals going on here. Hey, just two buddies hanging out. Just two buddies. <laughs> just two guys. Two guys with mustaches hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart, what's up, dude? Hey, man. You're our favorite African-American, brother. How are you doing? Oh, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> I love that joke. It's a great joke. Isn't it beautiful? By the way, we have black friends, and they're great, too, but... I'm the only African American <laughs> white one. Yeah. You, the, you're our favorite white African American. I like it. I love it when you said that when we first started out. Like you fill out the form African American. Yep. Yep. And, and then people argue. It's like it is true though. I tried to do that with my kids so they could get scholarships into college. <laughs> didn't it, didn't, work? it didn't work. It didn't work. No. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It shows how skewed that term really is. But what's up, man? Good yeah. to see you. Yeah, happy to be here, man. Um, Long time in South Africa and glad to be back home. I think my family missed me. I was gone for four and a half months. So kids grew up. Wife got prettier. My daughter got prettier. And I got to get the polish the shotgun and keep all those buggers away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was a it was a long tough season. We had a lot of cancellations in our busiest month, which was May. And then um, yeah, and then 
end of May, we just balls to the wall right until just before I flew back home. So it was a good season. I had Sam and Linda and their crowd out, and man, it was fabulous. We we had so much laughter and introduced them to our famous ginger brandy, and I think we bought <laughs> them we bought them twelve bottles and. For them to fly back with, um, customs didn't hear that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but uh, it, it we it was it was so much fun, and and the, I, I think everyone left there with sore stomachs from the laughter and, mm-hmm. and the hard hunting. We even we even outwalked Sam. He's got shit. He has to go for knee ops now, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, bionic knees. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, so in in saying that, it was. I think next year we're going to have a. a a really, really good season, obviously, thanks to all of you guys. And hopefully we just need people to follow through and not cancel their plans. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was like, what do you think? Do people just uh, cancel because they're scared or second thoughts or, you know, a lot their of wives suck or what is it? Yeah. Probably a lot of them, their wives suck, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and no. honestly, it's probably the number one reason, right? <laughs> no, I think the, the, the biggest issue we had was um, guys like will book a, a six or eight party. And only two guys would commit commit to it. Yeah, this isn't a golf trip. Like you got to yeah. commit to it. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's not a thing, it's, man. It's like, not a bloody four ball. Yeah. You know, that, um, and I think that was our biggest problem in May. We had a couple of groups from Canada that um, were meant to come out, and you know, and they said, "Oh, well, if you don't go out, we're not going to go." And it just just mm. became a bit of a shit show. So I just said to the guys, "We'll push it out in next year." If I've got dates available. You know, yeah, so, if you can get in, yeah. Yeah, so I think um, I'm not waiting on them anymore. You know, it was like COVID bullshit, you know. Yeah. Started, we booked them for the, the year of COVID in 2020. And um, shit, we're 24 now and they still haven't come. So it's like, okay. Some people it. just will never do anything cool. And yeah. they just like, they live in that spot of like, oh, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, they're like that yeah. one friend in the group that's always like says they're down to do stuff, but never, never does anything. Yeah. Through. I think people like live in that uh, toxic bubble. bubble, yeah, and they just Me? never like get out. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Just kidding. That's every, actually- every hunting trip that you don't go on is one you're never going to have. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, we only get around this thing one time. Yeah, hey, that's their loss. Yeah. So go fucking broke and go hunting. Yeah, go play yeah. hockey over there. You, I mean, don't leave the kids any money, right? No, you let's don't want to. Let's go fucking hunting. You you, <laughs> earn, you earn it all. Why the hell do you want to leave yeah. it for the kids? Yeah. I've told yeah. mine. And then get it mounted at Old Barn Taxidermy Incorporated, <laughs> Fort Madison, Iowa, 52627. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I get my riblet fucking so back. All, <laughs> that way when wow, they're gone, that's all that's his kids will make market. money. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Sam wants to get it and spend it with me. Hey, so. <laughs> hey, spend it. It is true, though, man. Like, life's short. It is. You know? And, and But I, also, we can't act, a, like, unsympathetic to it because I remember being a kid and being like, oh, I want to go out west. I want to do my first elk hunt. And it seems impossible to do. And then you go on your first Colorado over-the-counter elk hunt, and you're like, oh, it's not that far. You just got to go. Now, the next time you go play an elk hunt, it's way easier. You're like, oh, I'm kind of familiar with this. Yeah. I'm not yeah. scared anymore. That's really the big thing. Yeah. Then it comes around, and you do your first one. And then well, Africa came on the table, and we all you know, kind of made this connection. And then it's like, fuck, are we doing Even we were kind of like, are we doing it? Are we not like right. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 we're doing it, and then now it's like the we've seen the light. You're Jones and to go back, we're Jones and oh, to go back. Dude. But I feel like it's healthily, healthily. Is that a word? Yep, yep. Uh, run with it. Run with it. Yes, that's a word, and uh, it's done good for me and our crew 
of like if someone's like, hey, you want to go hunt here? We're like, fuck yeah, let's, let's go. go. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, getting out of your comfort zone is just. It's good for your soul. I mean, it helps too. Like when we went to Africa, we had all our buddies that are sitting here go with yeah. us. So yeah. it's like that helps. Yeah. Take a good group of guys with you, yeah. where travel is not going to be weird. You got a bunch of good dudes that go with you, and then you know if the guy leaves you there at the airport for five hours, then That's it'll be okay. Be yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, it happen. You talk about it. Eat at Wimpy's. <laughs> yeah. Drink some coffee. Drink some coffee. And I'll be there before you know it. But that yeah. being said, that's what's nice about our camps for next year. We have uh, six weeks total, five available. And one of us is going to head up each camp. Yep. So if all your friends are flakes and your wife sucks, just go to South Africa and they may, I'll be or may not friend. be joining one of I'll be your friend. I'll be yeah. in camp by myself because no one likes me. Oh, you poor bastard. Mm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stuart's not even coming. I'll join you. <laughs> if, you go on, if you go on our weeks, you know that song, Tequila Makes Your Clothes Fall Off? Mm-hmm. Well, that ginger brandy makes Linda's clothes fall off. Ooh, you know, oh. he's on there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, yo. Hey, 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 hey. Got that button ready for that one. Same for me. <laughs> <How's it>? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> we drank a lot of ginger brandy, and Doug and I stayed in the same Bungalow. Boys, boys camp. Boys Bungalow. camp. I didn't know what to call it. Beep, beep, beep. The Amarillo is good, too. Bungalow. Ginger brandy is unique. Um, but no, man, so... Good hunting season, though? You guys yeah, we over a lot of stuff, or what? We did. Um, shot some really good buffalo. Sam shot a beauty um, as well. And then uh, took some incredible sable. And then that damn j- thing. Just good, good plains game. I mean, you know, you look at that buffalo, and you look at the bosses, and 14, 15-year-old <laughs> buffalo, just, just a solid dude. And, you know, we shot him out of a herd, and uh, there was, I think, three or four other good old bulls with him and once he went down we battled to get the damn herd away they just surrounded him and oh really yeah it was quite scary (laughs) yeah and and nathan and i both walked towards the herd and we had a couple of cows size us up and i thought well shit do we run or shoot and um anyway i think there was a couple of nervous people and so we got that was the craziest thing i've ever seen in my entire life they are walking with their guns over their heads toward the herd. I'm going, <laughs> what was. the hell are they doing? Yeah, it's just fucking nuts. Spook, just a, so what do they, do they naturally surround it if it goes down? Or is it just what they were doing in that instance? Or is that like a thing? Yeah, I mean, look, it, 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 wasn't, a, it wasn't a herd that had a lot of hunting pressure on it. I think we'd taken a couple of bulls out of there. And it, it was our first time the landowner had taken some older bulls out with other, with other guys. So there wasn't a lot of hunting pressure. Look, I mean, obviously they didn't stick around and want to be shot. I mean, that's a wild animal. It's always going to be one. But they are notorious just stand their ground. It's just something that they do. And, you know, mm. buffaloes, it's only got one predator, which is lions, and, oh, okay, two plus humans. Mm-hmm. And um, there, are no, there are no lions in that area. So... They're really not scared of anything. They kind of just don't give a shit. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of like a honey badger. They just didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> just way sketchier. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, um, so we decided, well, shit, we, we, we're really just taking a bloody chance here. So we got in the trucks, um, jumped on the trucks, and we drove towards them, pushed them, and tried and push them away. And then Ethan's little dog, Casey, just started yodeling out of the window. Fucker, that 
took the buff, they just turned around really? and bolted out Kate's of there. Scary mom. She just oh, like yeah. she just like like <laughs> screaming. She was so excited, and they'd fucking her just turn around and took off. And I said, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> so there, was, there we got it. foot long and yeah. just screaming the top of her lungs. <laughs> A whole eight pounds of dog. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love the term yodeling too. That dog is just yodeling. <laughs> yeah, and 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 they just took off, and one or two cars spun around and. We went at them with the trucks, and you know, finally they just all took off and went into the thick brush. Uh, uh, into the thick brush, they were out in a big open plain when we found them grazing, and so it wasn't an easy sneak. But we eventually said to Sam, "They coming towards us. Let's find a decent bull." And the bull we shot finally, you know, gave us a good shot and hammered him. And um, yeah, the rest is history. History. It's now a big picture. So. Yeah. Was it scary, Sam? It was. It was. I tell you, the the funnest thing of the whole thing is I shot that bull, right? And I unloaded my gun on it. I mean, I can shoot like an automatic. I mean, it was bam, bam, bam. <laughs> this thing rolls down and all these things. So these guys, they got the gun over their head, and they told Ethan. And, and Ethan said, no, not doing that. <laughs> so we start back kind of towards the truck. And finally looks at me and says, give me your gun. <laughs> He said, go the truck. <laughs> yeah. around, he's out there with these guys, and they've got their guns over their head, you know, trying to look big in front of oh these things. Gosh. I'm like, wow. How? What are the chances, like, hunting a Cape Buffalo, like, bow or gun, like, at one in ten, like, how often are you going to get charged? Because you always hear Black Death, you see all the footage online, you, you hear, like, the drama about it. So my my take on it is, you put a good shot on a Cape Buffalo, there shouldn't be a charge. I mean, you know... So everyone, I think the biggest mistake a lot of guys do, they shoot them from too far. Mm. And the placement's not great. You know, it's a th- big, heavy animal. You And if you shoot a crap bullet, you don't get the penetration. And so you learn, you know, you learn 20-odd years. We've, we've been figuring, you know, how, what's the best way to hunt them. And I find the best way is getting as close as you can. Which is Make, scary. Yeah. And and, yeah. and that's the excitement. How close you guys? That's where the excitement is, is just 50 yards. You know, getting, oh, wow. in, getting right in there. <laughs> and then once you've got that that comfortable distance where you know if all the shit goes wrong, you'll be pretty safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're guaranteed to get a good shot on the buffalo. If you get a good shot on a buffalo, your woes are done. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, it shouldn't be scary. But if you shoot it badly, then the shit's going to hit the fan. Yeah. yeah. So one in ten, if they shot perfectly like I like to do, I hate shooting them over 60 yards because, I mean, often in in, in the area we hunt. With a gun, you're saying, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> With a bow, you're going to probably shoot them a lot closer. 25-ish? Yeah, 25, 30. And then obviously for the guys that got no balls, we put them in a blind when they come and drink water. <laughs> no balls. You know? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, me, but, me. but walking and stalking a Cape Buffalo with a bow is is incredible. It is. It's. I can not imagine that. Yeah, I it's one imagine. of the highest adrenaline rushes you'll ever get in your life. Sign um, me up. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I was yeah. shaking like I was twelve years old again, and I haven't shook for years. Doug's got it. My, my knees are so kids. bad. I had to sit back. And I'll do it. Tree. Really? Yeah. It, I, it, I think I want to do it. Like it's. I thought I about do it. it a lot. I do it in a heartbeat. It'd be cool. Yeah, it, it it is, and and Stewart's got her back. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, we don't we don't back up with a bow. I promise. 
We got He's a, back there with a reaper. I turn around, you're not there anymore. <laughs> He's got a kid's bow with a suction cup tip on it. Yeah. You just shoot like, did I hit him good? He's just in the truck right yeah. <laughs> You on your end, Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, we've taken quite a few with bow and arrow, and, and, and it is. It's a hell of an adrenaline rush. But um, in saying all of that, you you got to be careful. You know, um, you get all casual about it. The shit's going to hit the fan. And, and you know, they're not... <laughs> They're not called Africa's Black Death for nothing. It's you know, something you like really prepare for. You don't just go over there and you're there and you're like, yeah, I think I'll shoot one with my fifty pound bow and no, three hundred no. grain arrow. Give me one of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll have that. I'll give me one of the big ones. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's something you like. You go in and prepare for it. Yeah, you, yeah. you would prepare your archery equipment and you're shooting yeah. like you're training for a fight. Exactly. Because that. that's like when they came in. We were there. You're just kind of like. Man, I'm just cave. I can't afford one of them, anyways. Yeah, so you yeah. get all excited. You know, you get a little excited when you see them first ones. You're like, "Holy fuck, what's that thing?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you see them for three days in a row in a watering hole. Yeah, it's yeah. But boring. we're not seeing like <laughs> herd bowls, though. No, like, no. Yeah. When well, you and me the, saw that herd bowl, holy from a distance, shit. And it that's a different animal. I saw that thing. I'm like, it was scary from the truck. I'm like, that thing looks like it, I owe him money. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. I mean, they they give you that look and just like try me, bitch. Yeah, we, 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 these bulls that um, we shot this this uh, this um, um, out of this herd, we actually went there to go and check them all out. And we walked in after them and just to get some pictures and everything like that. And we got the wind right, and there was a bull that just looked up at me like this, and he showed me his teeth. And I said to Ethan, I said, "That's a warning." Mm. The cows often do that. When when they look at you, they'll like show you their teeth, and you go, "What the fuck does that mean?" But that means I'm going to come and bite your ass if you come too close, you know. Oh. And they're just smiling wow. for the camera. Yeah, and then they'll shake. Like cows will always shake their heads like that, and they do that a couple of times. You know they're going to get bloody charge you. So get the hell out. When they do it once, it's a warning. Twice is your second warning. Third time, ninety percent of the time, they're going to come and bite your ass. Damn. Yeah, that so, would suck. They yeah. were shaking. Yeah, they. they yeah, because I, I heard, do, him, I heard him tell Nathan, "This is this is about ready to get real." Yeah. So you got to <laughs> you got to just just read them, you know. And, and that's when I said, "Let's get the hell out of here. Let's go and fetch the vehicles and we, we yeah. push them away." But coming back to when we went to go and see what quality bulls they were in that herd, um, that thing would fuck up a vehicle. Oh, they can. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, we got everyone on the vehicles, and I'm going. Maybe this is not a great idea. Yeah, we yeah. all drove out amongst Getting them. weird. And yeah. then as soon as that little dog started yodeling, the they just fucking turned around and, and bolted out of there. So That's crazy. But generally, you know, where there's a lot of hunting pressure on buffalo, I mean, they smell you, they see you, and don't let somebody bullshit you and say, oh, buffalo's blind or they this or that. That's horse shit. They, they've got some of the best um, senses out of any of the animals. They, I mean, when they hunted a lot, they damn sharp. I mean, mm, a buffalo right. is one of the smartest damn things you'll ever hunt. Um, and they're wide awake. You think that thing's lying down there chewing his cud. Let me tell you something. His ears look like they're laying on the ground, but he can hear. He can smell. You know, I mean, he, yeah. he, he, you know, another big thing they say, oh, they walk on, on roads at night is because they're blind. It's all shit, man. They, that, those things, they see any movement, you know, and then they're, they're, they're wide awake. They get ready and they're going to bolt. They're crazy, man. I'll tell you that. I, like, so, Sam, are you doing a shoulder mount on yours? I am. Yep. That's going to be massive. You got room for that thing? 
I hope so. We're going to move everything else out of the way. <laughs> move no. all the stuff off to the side and yeah. put it in the middle. Yeah. You know, no, can you go eight seconds on one of them? We got <laughs> eight seconds on one of them? Yeah. yeah. We got a unique situation going on with that. No, I don't um, know. You know, Nathan's dad has the taxidermy shop over there. The mm-hmm. So I'm having Nathan's dad mount that for me. That'll so I'll cool. have a piece of him forever. That's I mean, awesome. and then he. That is cool. Yeah. Would yeah. you when you guys went over there? What else? Like I know we have all, had all our taxidermy over there. It's in a crate yeah. right yep. now. That's exciting. But you guys tipped some shit over when you guys were there. Like, we did. what are we talking here? What's uh fifty five, sixty animals? Holy smoke! Fifty six animals. If 56. I if I think. Holy fuck! Yeah. What? Yeah. We killed everything. Holy. We killed everything. I mean, <laughs> what the hell? I mean, Linda, I, Linda got a, a slam on the spring back. I did. You know? Awesome. I yeah. That was phenomenal. It was so much fun. We left every bit of it for Joe to mount. Did you really? Everything. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you just about did your slam on the wildebeest too, didn't you? Almost. I did All but one. Blue. I could have. Oh, it was the blue. Let's talk about some of the slams. Because, like. I find all these animals interesting. When you're mm-hmm. over there, like I think I like we talked about this on the other podcast, but I like burnt you out with questions. I think, well, maybe I didn't, but I asked probably more than you probably thought I would ask. <laughs> I just wanted to know information about every animal. But uh, so people want to go, like you know, we have, and I don't know if we want to talk about what we want to do for some pricing stuff, and t- maybe break that down and talk about like the opening. So we can do that after. Okay. Um, but like when you say slam, I know people think like. Oh, like a bear slam or a deer slam or a sheep slam. Sheep slam, as you hear. The Grand Slam turkey. Yeah, yeah Grand Slam turkey. So. It's the same thing, you know. Um, it's So it's all species related to one another. So like you have your wildebeest, which is the blue wildebeest, the black wildebeest, the golden, and now they have a king, so they call it the four slam. Oh, I got one. What's yeah. a king? Oh, you do? King, king is basically nice. the blue wildebeest, but the main is white. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful. Yeah, really. Yeah, um, them goldens though too. Mm. Yeah, they are they're that, that, that pretty. But you know, then you you know if you if you're wanting all the world to be, it's not just four. Then you've got you know different ones in different countries. Your white bearded, your Nyasa, and your Cookson. So. There's a bunch more of wildebeest, but in South Africa, you can do the four wildebeest lamb. Mm-hmm. Oh. Then you have the impala, which is your common, your black. Um, they have a white, and then they have a saddle impala. And then, you know, now they're coming up with these other things, which I think is a little bit of bullshit. But to be <laughs> honest with you, you don't fuck with nature and, and create stuff that's not naturally there. So I, I was totally against all these weird breeds of of or, or changing genetics just to get a artificial off. slams yeah you know so i i'm I'd, i like the slams but i like the natural slams mm-hmm. like in your springback when you get the black white you get your common and the copper that was the original one and then you could shoot the big kalahari so you could do a five springback slam if you really wanted to but linda just the the, the normal um four slam which is fantastic, you know. Yeah, that's the real slam. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that yeah. is awesome. I, I mean, so and then spiral slam. Right? Then you can do the spiral. That's sort of the spiral antelope, which would be the kudu, eland, um, nyala, and the bushbuck. Yeah, that's what I, I'd like to do. One of those. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm interested in. Too. And that's and that's no color phases or changes. Those are just natural species with with a spiral slam. You know, um, which I think is awesome. That's yeah. That's probably one of the longest. Going slams was is the spiral. Horns and antlers are hard to beat. Yep. 
Yeah, it, for sure, for sure. You know, um, and I'm just trying to think. And then, of course, you could go for the ring horn, which is like your water buck, your lechwe. Um, or was it oryx or gims buck fall into that? I don't think so. But you can do that slam where you can do um, in South Africa. But the problem is you obviously can't export uh, a scimitar horn or the Arabian oryx. Just come oh. out of just come down to Texas and shoot them there. All right. Yeah. That's <laughs> a hell of a lot easier and you'll, and you'll get them home. But in, in, in Africa, you get a whole lot of different ones. You, so you'll get your, um, the Gamespuck, which, which you guys have shot. Mm-hmm. Then you get your Fringy at Oryx, which is in, in, in Kenya and Tanzania. And then the Bas, uh, uh, or, uh, pronounce that incorrectly and then obviously you get your scimitar and then arabian and and, and that <clears> type of thing but you know those are all the different types of of um, antelope that you can get related to one another hmm. so cool it's mm. so awesome linda did you get the is it lechway 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 yeah did you yeah. get one yes i did a uh, beauty that um full mounted you are her full body. Size, yeah. I, did, I did a life size on that one. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's hilarious. So oh, he's beautiful. I always thought that they look to me, and I might be wrong here, uh, but how I view them, so technically you can't tell me I'm wrong. Uh, it's like an Impala and a water buck together, kind of. Yeah. Pull, pull look, one, can you pull one up? Yeah, yeah. pull one up. Yeah. yeah, so that survey def- says. Definitely, you know, of the water buck family because they, they, they're um, a semi swamp animal. You know, you'll find them in. In a lot of uh, wetlands and that. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. So cool. Yeah. And then you have a different type. You'll have your Nile, which is that black one over there with a white neck. Kerr was exactly right. Yeah. Thank you. That's exactly like you described it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that thing's that wild. Cool. Oh, that's, yeah. cool. that's, that's the Nile Lechwe. You can actually hunt them in Texas, scary part, yeah. Well, let's go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have your Kafui Lechwe, the, the guy with the black legs. Yeah. That's just mud. Yeah, another, f- and then you have it your, is. then you have your red, <laughs> red lechwe. So those are the main, um, the main ones that you can get. I don't, uh, and the black the lechwe. Legs. Yeah, there's a black yeah. lechwe as well, also found in Zambia. You know, this is something I don't know that we've ever shared with everybody, but no, uh, Stuart does guide in Texas. Yeah, so he, we've always been so Africa focused, you yeah, know. Yeah, and and this is his off season, so he's getting ready to start guiding down there. So so he's looking for customers for there as well. Yeah, what's the main? What's the menu in Texas? Well, you got all the exotics over there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, I want to sell them there, but shit, you know, they expensive. You mm-hmm. know, um, the exotic breeders in Texas, uh, you know, it's a it's a huge industry, lots of money, um, and you know. All, all the wealthy guys get into it and it kind of boxes because well, you're kind of paying for ease of yeah access well this right? is it flying there yeah um you know and that's the big thing but you know you have all the exotics and then our our, our dad or barbara sheep hunting is phenomenal in texas um you we do free range and and ranch hunts um the free range a little more expensive because the, the guys want more money for them because it's free range, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they're great hunts. Um, and then you know, then you have your your antelope season, mule deer, whitetail, and then all the different exotics. I mean, elk, you know, not bad elk hunting. I mean, they're not giant elk, but some good areas. Mule deer are good average mule deer, mm-hmm. and then obviously Texas is known for its whitetail. So yeah. Definitely, man. This is crazy. You're in the mix of it all. Yeah, no, I'm being, I'm being very fortunate. So, 
got got to deal with a lot of really good guys. Um, learning the ropes, I've still got a lot to learn and, and, and try and build up some good relationships with some of the ranchers over there as well. When you were growing up, did, is like is this something you wanted to do or did you fall into this? My dad was an avid hunter, so I kind of fell in love with it because I always tried to go with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, he was... My dad was over six foot, and I was only a foot or two when I was trying to hunt with him yeah. and trying to keep up with those big strides of his. So I was on on the run the whole time we walked anyway. So, but he, yeah, he inspired me, you know, and and that was the big thing. And I just I always just wanted to hunt, and he he was mainly his big thing was birds. Um, we had a, a grey wing Franklin in the mountains of the Winterberg where I grew up, and um, my dad had Irish setters. And he actually imported a dog and um, bred, bred a South African champion out of, out of that dog. And uh, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, that was his love. And mm-hmm. I, I guess my big regret is I never, ever took my dad on a hunt. Yeah. Never, ever did. And, and it's something I, when he passed, I think it's 15 years ago, it was like, geez, you know, that's a big regret that I had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody that, that got me into it and gave me the love for it, and I just never, ever had the – I never. I went on a few hunts with him, but I never said, "Hey, Dad, come on, let's go on a hunt." And I was a bloody professional hunter, you know. And yeah, yeah. So there's, it's something that, that probably I'll take it to my grave. Just the regret of not doing that with somebody that gave me the inspiration, the love for what I do. Yeah, and um, I guess it's just something, something that's you know, you, you just. It, it bothers me. It really bothers me. I but. think I could probably comfort you with that because I kind of feel that way a little bit with my old man. But I was just getting into opportunity, you know, when my dad passed, like real, real opportunity. And I think where you could probably ease your mind, I would say your dad seeing you got a passion for it. Mm. I would say he was probably never like, man, he never took me on a hunt. No, I don't. You think know what I'm saying? That would have never bothered him. Yeah, but I think it bothered me more so because. You know, like I said, he was the, he's the guy that inspired me to yeah. to do yeah. what I do. And I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, but I, but I don't. I know I get it. I'd feel the same way, and yeah. I do honestly feel the same way. Mm. But you know, yeah, it's a weird one to navigate. So that's a, like yeah. your own personal thing. So I get no, no, that. I agree. I just, yeah. It's just one of those things. But yeah, that's you know that was my passion in it, and I just loved the outdoors and mm-hmm. and you kind of the older you get, the less you want to kill. I get whoa, whoa, my whoa, biggest. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's back that up. That <laughs> no, didn't happen to me. <laughs> no, I, I know. I get. I and and I think my thrill is I I take my kids. Well, yeah. And I give yeah. you know I give them those opportunities, and they kind of the older they got, the less they wanted to hunt. Now I get it out of all my clients, mm-hmm. and I and like guiding Linda was was so inspirational. Just the excitement and and yeah. everything. You know, you just it, it it lifts you up. You just go, shit. That's why I do this. You yeah, know? just 100%. because you know you stand there and she's got a a grin bigger than you could ever imagine, mm-hmm. and you're standing over this magnificent animal and you're going, jeez, I'm freaking pleased. Yeah, yeah. You know, did you guys? Every one of those animals looked big and magnificent to me. Dude, I was obsessed with everything that came in. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And, and this I is what I love about hunting. I loved it all, too. Every, every one of them. What yeah. I loved hunting with Stuart, he's like, 
no, no, that's not a mature animal. I'm like, well, it looks like a mature animal to me. Yeah, it looks pretty Put it know. in whitetail terms. Yeah. What is that in whitetail terms? Yeah. yeah. Shit, the first Apollo I seen, I was about to kill that fucker, and, and Ethan's like, no, you ain't killing that thing. It's tiny. I'm like, it looks huge. Yeah, the whole time I was there, huge. I don't think I ever got down judging on Apollo, because I was okay. care and I'm like, huh? huh? He's like, no. I'm like, no. Ah. You, don't, you don't know, but do you, you guys remember when the first animals walked in at the hunt, like first day? I felt it was heavy feeling to me. Yeah, it was. Because like, you're like, like, oh, this God. Is real. Like, yeah. I mean. Well, you're just sitting there like, when they coming in, you're so excited. Well, yeah. And I nervous high shouldered my Impala. One, they're made of lightning. But you know what I mean? You're just not thinking right. Like, you see it, you just don't know. And then it just was fun. That, I think I mean, it was crazy exciting. to me is, like, when you get back and, like, I kill an Impala. And I was just like, yeah, we all did. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good time. Like, I, I I get what you were saying, though, at your point. I love shooting stuff. I like it, like my thing. I love air, running arrows through shit. That needs to be a T-shirt. Um, but I think I feel like I'm trying to get mine in. And then when my kids are old enough, maybe like it'll be like, all right. It's time to not focus on me anymore and go more towards Yeah, them. maybe. You know, I think I always have my selfish white tail. Oh, for time, sure. You know, but with and the kids in there. Well. Get on my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but. To find their own. But yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. I think I, if, if I was still given the opportunity to get out, you know, and had the time, I probably would love to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't think I've shot my bow in like five or six years, you know, and that's Shit. the scary part. I last shot a, I think I last shot an animal. I shot a giant eel and. In 2019, I took the kids out, and they each shot a big water back. And I said to them, if I find a good eland, please. It was their weekend. And I found a herd of 13 bulls, and I pursued them. Eventually shot one, and I thought, you damn fucking ass. How you got your two kids and one boy. How the fuck are you going to get this thing out of the mouth? <laughs> What'd you do? And I looked at this, and I went, my old philosophy is never pull a trigger. Well, uh, I like looked around it, and I thought, mm, I fucked up big time. Well, I drove my pickup right up to that eland on a mountain. I just drove real slowly. I winched it up onto the back of my truck, and I drove down the mountain. <laughs> how, big, how much does an eland weigh? Um, it's the biggest antelope, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, you're probably looking between thousand pounds, seventeen hundred to two thousand pounds, <laughs> just in the back of your truck, going down yeah. a mountain, <laughs> yeah, in a little Toyota pickup truck. Well, it's not little; it's that big. Yeah, they're, that's a big truck in South Africa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Anyway, so Us fat Americans with our diesel guzzling <laughs> trucks. <laughs> so that was that was like I went. Yeah, that was nice. You know, that was that was fun and all the rest. And you know, so. I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't turn down an opportunity. It's just if I got one. Yeah. Like Nathan, my partner, would often say to you, say to me, he'd go, "Hey man, let's let's go somewhere and go and kill something that we don't have." And I'm going, "All right, let's find some time and do it." Yeah. So black bear. Yeah. But, ooh, ooh. Yes, please. Brown yes. bear. Yes, please. Hey, no, no, my, that's I know out guy. of my league. I know guy. Know. We know some guys. I know, guys. I know you all do. That's why I just got to. You know what's funny? We got a WCB Old Barn Bear Camp on the docket. We do. We do. It's calling be, your name. It's going to be epic. Stuart could come. Pick he me. Could. You Pick could me. be there. <laughs> hey, you know what? We'll save you a slot. Pick me. You better start shooting your bow, though. Oh, shit. Hey, shoot. Better make sure you get one. out to like 15 yards. Ooh, Maybe 20. I mean, you shot my bow in Africa. You did awesome for not shooting a bow in 
six years, like you said, comes back to you. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, it, a bike. I think a lot of it is, is it's just natural, but just to become real good. I mean, I was heard, I heard you guys chatting about shooting at 70 yards. At one stage, I was shooting a, a dinner plate at 100 yards with my bow, just yeah. for shits and giggles. I could do that. Yeah. But that was all practice. It was just putting the time in. Yeah, but I think, man, if you knew you had that, you you would it would you'd be fine. Yeah, you'd be fine. But that is something you know we're gonna talk about. We have we do have slots, not many, four or five slots, I think, for Old Barn WCB Ontario Camp. Yeah, um, which will be this spring, and then we're still doing Victory Drive Wyoming Bear Camp. Um, yeah. But it's it's gonna be more a firearm camp if you want it to be. But you can also bow hunt it. We've yeah. killed bears out there with a the bow. Yep. Um, that's where Doug killed his, we think, possible Boone and Crockett, maybe, bear, close. Mm-hmm. It's in, Hopefully. Like, it's in the degrease, so we'll find out. In the degrease up. It's a giant. It's a giant. <laughs> we'll it's see. a good giant. It's a good one. <laughs> but you should do that. Yep. That'd be awesome. Pick me. You want, you'd like to kill a black bear? Oh, of course. Yeah. Sam will be your pH. I will. Done deal. I'm gonna be everybody's pH for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get the OG, <laughs> the OG, just like the good old days, just like the good old days. I love it, dude. Africa is a special place, though, man. Like, God, it's so fun. Everything about it is so damn fun. It's yeah. so fun. Okay, I mean, I, we had the ladies it. there, and they just. I mean, I think they had more fun oh, than yeah. the guys did. They did. Everyone I talk to that's like thinking about going, I'm like. Bring your wife if oh, she wants to go. Oh, one hundred. And, and and also, you know, our big thing is if you do bring your wife and she is a hunter, we'll fucking make a plan for her to kill one or two things. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go. Oh, she's got to buy a package or she's got to do this. Just come as an observer. Pay the bloody trophy fee on the animal you want to shoot. You know. See, that's let's awesome. Give them, let's give them the ladies an opportunity because 100%. that's what sells our business. If the girls don't want you to go, you're not fucking going. Can't kill. Big shit in Africa if your wife sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's true, man. That's what holds a lot of guys back. But but that's what's cool. It's like, you know, I haven't talked to many guys that guide hunts in South Africa. And most of the guys you do talk to at trade shows, like it's kind of like that unwelcoming feeling when you walk up and they don't really greet you. And it's almost like, hey, what, are you, what are you here? Is this just a write-off? What the fuck's going on? Yeah. But like, You know what I mean? They're not really like passionate. Maybe they're burnt out. I don't know what it is. But... I remember the one we talked to. Like, oh yeah, he yeah. didn't mention about hunting at all. Like, he didn't say a package or anything to us. No. Well, I think he assumes we would never go. But um, also, why are you there? If you're, you're not trying, if you're not trying to sell yourself, I mean, the big thing. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing. Well, I did trade shows for a hell of a long time, and then kind of the last five or six years, I went fuck. It's just a waste of money, you mm-hmm. know, because you're competing with. And I might have mentioned this in, in, in one or two of the last podcasts. You, you're competing with 400 different African outfitters, especially at the big shows. And you're going, we're all selling the same thing. So what the hell are we selling? Are we selling ourselves? You know, and, I, and Sam and I were talking about it on our drive yesterday. You know, in South Africa, hunting's become like fucking prostitution. You know, they're all trying to get the cheapest, lowest deals and put it out there. And I, I've been doing it for such a bloody long time. I don't want to get to that level. Right. I don't want to drop myself to that level where I'm fucking doing something for nothing. You know. Um, well, like we talked about, what happens is on those cheap hunts is they're not getting the quality animal no. that Stuart's putting you on. Because Stuart's like, no, 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 no we're not going to shoot that one. 
We're not shooting that one. We're, you know, when they're paying nothing, right? So they're literally, all those ranches are owned by somebody. Yep. And, it's all and, privately and, owned. Yeah. And when you take in a hunter and you take out that animal, you have to pay that rancher yep. for that animal. Yep. Well, inevitably, that cheaper animal, the lesser quality animal is cheaper for the pH to pay for. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. 100%. So you don't get that with yeah. Stuart. He, I mean, he, th- this outfit's trying to get you the biggest animal possible on that ranch. For sure. You know, and... And shit, dude. We killed some big shit oh, when yeah. we were down was, there. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was incredible. I think you still hold the, the largest sable on with a bow on that place. Yeah. So. I'll yep. take that. Hey, has anybody killed a bigger giraffe? We almost did. With a bow? Yep. With, with Yeah. But they didn't. It but was, they didn't. It was close. We couldn't find another bull. Hey. Like they yours. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> You still, you still the bus. We're being so. cocky for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> but you know what? It's fun. Guess what? Yep. For us. But guess what? We still shot the biggest one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, what yeah. about water butt? Yours, yours is up there. I think, and and yours still holds your nyala still number one on that property. How big was that nyala? Thirty? Or how big was it? I, I think he's just under twenty nine. Yep. And I mean that—that's a magnificent yala. I, I mean, Austin, that that bull you shot was—they're pretty, man. Yeah, yeah he's he, he's 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 top top, you know. But they had um, the leopard fucking just walk through the yala this season. Why is that? Why the yala? Like, what's? Yeah, they because they they shy and they're easy to catch, you know. Um, I mean, shit, we had one in camp, that baby one, yeah, and he just hung around the whole time. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, uh, right around around about where the camp that we stayed. I think the leopard probably ate close to 20 nyala. Whoa. Yep, yep. We were struggling to see them this season, and um, we actually only landed up shooting one. I saw a couple more, but I just said to the landowner, I said, I don't know what the hell you're going to do. You're going to have to bring in the three S's and get rid of these fucking leopards. You well, know? what's a leopard hunt run? If someone's like, all right, there's Well, you leopard. see, the, the biggest problem in South Africa, we, we're not getting permits for them. Oh, uh, you know, so we had a big. It's like the wolf situation in certain that's areas. The three S's. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Hence the three S's because that's what landowners are getting to, and, and it's sad because well, they people, are, they are the only ones that understand the real management practices. Well, this yeah. is it, you know, and um, and and it's dictated by our government because they're the ones that provide the permits. Yeah. So instead of having. A hundred and I mean, I think it was a hundred and fifty odd permits that we'd get in the whole of South Africa. The whole country, the whole country is about a hundred and fifty permits. They're probably I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my neck out there, and I'll probably have a whole lot of hate mail come through now. But I I believe they're killing a fuckload more than that without permits and just digging fucking holes because really they're, it's they're that eating, bad. They're eating everything. They're eating their profits. You, They're eating their paycheck. You, if you if you if you're not getting any money out of out of leopard, why the fuck do you want them on your property? Well, it's a similar um, comparison to like the putting the value on the game animals yeah. over there. If that was the case, all the ranchers just kill them and run cattle. If there was no value, oh, no, hundred percent. Right? So yeah. that's that's what's happening to the leopard. I mean, I, it's the most leopard I've ever seen. Not just on that property, but wherever I've been, you see a lot of leopard, and that's unusual. And it's and it's fantastic for people that love the animal, but I know there's a shitload more that are dying that shouldn't be dying. Mm. You know, 
And because something not, that could be made, it could make money yeah, for the country, and and the animals are in better state. And and I know, and I know, our professional hunting association is now suing our government, and there's a big hoo ha because they're not issuing the permits. And there's a there's a there's a lot of stuff I don't know, but I'm like I said, I'm just I'm just here talking on hearsay. So so is a leopard hunt expensive because of the, the rarity of, of getting attacked of the permits yeah So um, if a leopard hunt was like and check with how it should be cuz I always hear like that 30 grand to kill a leopard if you can get a permit and maybe that's not yeah, what they yeah. are Yeah I mean right now you know any anything from you know 24 25,000 to par 30s that's really? that's what leopard are going for if you go to Tanzania or Zambia you're paying thirty five, thirty six thousand for wow. a leopard hunt, you know. So, Sam, let's go. Yeah, yeah right Linda on. needs a leopard. And Linda does need a leopard. <laughs> yeah. so, so does Doug. So does Doug. And we all do. Hey, oh, I need yeah. one. I want one. So if if it was in proper management practice, obviously that would would that drive the price down if the tags were more readily available? Or what, what? I think I think because of the high demand for leopard, it, it the prices won't come down. Mm. Um, I think if um you know if we do start getting our tags and that again um I think it it will save a lot more cats mm. you know you know the farmers will go well shit you know I I've got two big males that I'm seeing quite regularly and if I get permits for them and I'm getting whatever trophy fee I can, and and I think I believe you're probably still going to get about Ten or twelve thousand trophy fee on a leopard. I'm, I'm like again putting my neck out there. I don't know because we haven't shot any for such a long time in South Africa. But you know, all of a sudden you go, "Geez, twenty k for two leopard? Fuck, I can deal with that. I'm, you know, I'm gonna leave the leopard. I'll, yeah. I'll rather lose a few nyala and a few other stuff and whatever else it is. Yeah, I'm gonna get my two permits every year. You know, right? And they're not decimating the nyala. They're not decimating the exactly. other game animals but, that are making money. And but now you've killed those two dominant males. So now you're looking at okay, well they're not there anymore. So you are probably saving. Some of the species, you're not shooting males and females and digging holes and throwing them into the holes and covering them up and, and yeah, shutting up. Yeah, last-ditch management efforts, if you will, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So you don't mind losing a few impala and a couple of other odds and ends, you know. But That's what, complicated, man. It is. It is. It's, 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 it's a catch-22. But, you know, you will start looking after them, you mm-hmm. know. And if you do have – we have a lot of these game breeders, and that will go – Hey man, I've got this fucking cat that's digging under my electric fence, and he comes in and kills a bunch of stuff. You can apply for a permit to kill it, mm. but it's not exportable. It's, it becomes a problem leopard. Yeah, right. yeah so like he, a nuisance he, permit. Would be yeah, so he can. he's able to shoot it, but he and then he gets to keep it. He can't sell it. He can't do anything. He he can mount it and keep it on the on yeah, in his yeah. lodge or whatever else it is. But that that is that is a lot of what the guys will do. Um, but that one leopard he's killed, he's probably dug a hole and thrown five or six other ones into the hole. That's crazy. I mean, Africa's wild, man. I mean, anywhere is, but it's like the, it's a a model that works. And I, well, I really, you know, I honestly thought when we got back, we'd, I wanted to go on CNN with like clip on ties and talk about Eric shooting a giraffe. (laughs) Like, I really thought like we would get backlash. Like we actually waited to post it because we wanted to be back home and, because Eric was just going to like post a group photo when we were there. I'm like, 
uh, you should probably just be home in case like a bunch of like anti hunter burn my house down. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Just hit I got insurance. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, but, and then yeah. nothing happened. It, it, it could have went any better. Like I just want to keep post like once every couple weeks just to see if we can <laughs> piss you know. somebody off. Yeah, I want to. I want Tucker Carlson to be like, yeah. So the left attacked you. Yeah, you know. I want yeah. some of that action. I had somebody <laughs> got negative on one of my posts with it. Did you see that? Uh-uh. Somebody got shitty on one of my posts, because I post and pick There was up. like two or three that got shitty yeah. about it, but that was it. I'm like, yeah. fuck On I your personal page or the podcast page? No, I think um, I, I think it was. I think I might have read yours. Yeah, I think it was on my page. And one was on well, my page. animal? Think, your Kate I, Buffalo or what? No, no, on his draft. draft. Oh, the giraffe, oh, yeah. oh, oh. On his draft, yeah. Mm. Oh, I didn't see that one. No. My cousin actually got shitty with me over Linda's zebra. zebra. Mm. Oh, I, I remember that. Because yeah. it looks yeah. like a horse. Yeah. Yeah. And I just said, you know, if you don't like it, just unfriend me, please. Yeah, don't look at the post. Yeah. It's that yeah. simple. Mm. Simple. You know, we do, I mean, we got like some light shade. I think the problem nothing, nothing crazy though. Well, I yeah, think nothing threatening you, and yeah, no Cecil the Lion stuff. Yeah. It's a damn no. shame to blow us up, please. Yeah, you know, but I think too. <laughs> I got more <laughs> shit for my bear than you did your draft. Oh, bears yeah, get people yeah. in their fields, bro. But I think I just deleted the comments though. <laughs> we're long form content, so people kind of like talk shit from a like subtly, yeah, or from a distance, or you don't hear about it because we have enough of a, of a listenership. It's like we can talk through our th- our issues and like think you know. But I guess people still attack Joe Rogan on shit, but he's so stratospherically huge. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we need to just try it again. Shoot another giraffe. See if it catches. <laughs> what's what's that? Draft? <laughs> shoot a what, lion. What was that draft on that kids? Oh, that shoot kids a thing. Lion. That big draft. Wasn't that a draft on that? The puppet. Wonder puppet draft back in the day. Uh, there's the Toys R Us draft. Jeffrey, we, we should Jeffrey. we should do a some oh, kind yeah, of Eric picture. Let's shoot a Jeffrey with that, with that. I killed Jeffrey already. Oh shit, he's did. dead. Yeah, he's kind dead. In the I got an idea. <laughs> okay, we're gonna take the old Toys R Us logo. Okay. Yes. Okay. Put Eric in the logo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. If we want hate, we can get it. Yeah. There is. We'll a, find it. A line, and it's somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's vaguely in there. Somewhere. Yeah. Fuck them. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I think let's just do what we do, and if it comes to us, then it then it will. Uh, listen. Okay. Let's not pro- let's not provoke it. Let's just do what you do. Yeah, and, don't provoke and, it. No, you don't. Then you end up on like those shitty pages. Yeah, and like, you, you just it's not worth it. Do what you do. Be clean about it. And uh, anybody wants to hate, you know, let them hate. Let them hate. Haters yeah. gonna hate. Hate, hate, yep. hate, hate, hate. I've heard that saying one time before, but I don't know. I I thought the giraffe would do it. You know, I really did. But you know, I, I responded to a couple comments until you spent the money we did and donated the meals we did. You can't Shut say the a fuck fucking up. thing, man. No. Fuck you. Go watch it, the video it, of me shooting that draft, and you'll see how much it fucking impacted it's me. It's heavy. Yeah. Ugh, it was no, heavy. Absolutely. Yeah, for anybody that thinks that like we went over there, even though we shoot a surplus of animals on a trip, one, they're there, and that shows like the conservation practices are working, but we none of those animals, just because we might have killed five in a trip each person, it doesn't mean we respected the animal less. Right. No. Like it yeah. all is like heavy weighted. We all appreciated it. I got emotional over damn near every animal I shot, and you know it's it was a serious thing. It wasn't right. just this isn't like killing spree style like ruthlessness. And I know people that have listened this far in the episode know that, right? But to be clear, like we're joking around, but it is a serious deal. Oh, yeah. I think no, people don't understand. Like even I didn't 
just how many different animals are in South Africa. And it's, it's, a, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a hell of a, you know, conservation story. I mean, we, we could, you know, there were a few stats a few years ago where in the, in the 1970s when South Africa really, South African and actually Namibia started picking up, you know, the conservation, protecting animals and building up numbers and actually starting to fence places off and making big game ranches. And it's the same time when Kenya stopped all the hunting. Mm. You know, and, and I'm talking a good few years ago, you know, they looked at the stats, I think 2010 or 2012 or whatever it was, and they looked back at everything. South African Namibia's wildlife population had increased by over 200%. 200%, yes. Kenya lost 80% of their wildlife. Wow. And that's just fact. It's not, it's not something I'm sucking out of my thumb. You know, um, and I think it's been posted all over, you know, social media and all that and trying to prove a point that mm-hmm. hunting's not bad, you know, and there it is. If you do it right. Yeah, it's, it's conservation. 100%. Not if you're going out and just destroying animals, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there are a few nations that do do that, you know. They'll buy a concession in Tanzania and overshoot their quotas and kill the fuck out of everything and then they'll lose the concession. Mm-hmm. So that's not the way it's done. Kenya did they just abolished hunting? Yeah, they did. when they burned that forty tons of ivory and and groovy zebras and leopard and buffalo and I mean not buffalo lions and um, I, it was a guy by the name of Doctor Richard Leakey and to prove a point to the world they they burnt ivory, mm. forty tons of ivory and rhino horn and skins and all that sort of stuff. And there's a big, I mean, if you, you probably could look it up. There's a, it was kind of their daughter had that, um, that anarchy sign on her back that was painted and all that. It's, it's a famous photograph. And then once they'd burnt all that, then he started begging for money for wildlife conservation. I'm going, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dumbass fucking farmer or hunter. Why don't you just sell all this stuff, flood the market, you got all the money, and you can just plow it back into conservation. Save the black rhino. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kenya's got a fucking black rhino left anymore. Really? That's the sad part. I just typed in Kenya hunting ban on Google Image just to see what popped up, and then uh, there's our girl, Melissa Bachman, with a lion, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look. Uh, um, Type in that doctor, maybe. What's Sorry. the doctor's name? Richard Leakey. Dr. Richard Leakey. Um, when they burnt the ivory. Is that him? Yeah, keep going down. Yeah, Jeez. there it is. There you Jeez. see, we're standing there. Oh, right here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what an ass. Yep. And then, then, then went and pleaded for fucking for money for conservation in Kenya to save the elephant. <laughs> and come on, you dumbass. Interesting. Fucking douche. Wow. And, and he thought that was going to prove a point to the world, and that would stop hunting. But that's not hunting. That's fucking poaching. Right. There's a right. huge yeah. difference. That's that's like going into a grocery store and stealing. The difference between buying something and stealing something is the same as poaching and hunting. There's yeah. a difference. Well, yeah, but it's like, man, you're so far removed making extreme moves on shit yeah. you know nothing about. And that's the biggest red flag yeah. oh, for ever. Sure. You know? For sure. Same thing with, I mean. They're so fucking ignorant to it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then beg for money after. Yeah. And then go, and it's the same. I mean, and we might have we might have spoken about this before. 
Um, with our rhino, we're losing 1,500 rhino a year in, in Southern Africa. Mm-hmm. Right now, in, ca- in, in storage and safes and things like that, we have so much rhino horn that would supply that, that demand for 30 years without another fucking rhino dying. And you go, why don't you just fucking lift the trade or the ban yeah. of rhino horn Get and not another rhino will fucking die. And flood it, flood the market. Well, just se- sell it. Right. Sell it, the demand for it, just sell it. Yeah. You know? Um, hmm. you know, but every single person that has a say on rhino have got no fucking rhinos in their country. So these are the guys that are making making all the laws and regulations. Don't own a fucking rhino in their country, but they have the say. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's like people making legislation on grizzly bear laws that don't live anywhere where grizzlies live. Exactly, Wyoming. It's the same way people in Chicago making laws well, for you guys for people who live out here. It's like <laughs> this might as well be two different worlds. Yeah, I mean we have it's crazy, and and this is just a stupid shitty example. So many people have the say on the African wildlife, the game in Africa, and they're living abroad. It's like having a whole bunch of between six and ten-year-olds sitting around in a circle deciding what they must do with the wild, wild, uh, white-tailed population in America. Mm-hmm. They don't fuck all about it, <laughs> but yet it's the same type of thing. you get these little kids talking about white-tailed. They all go, what the fuck's a white-tail? Yeah, but they're making the decision if you can kill them or not. That's what's happening in the world. Fucking bizarre, you know, to the African animals. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's sad because you would think, like, of all places, with that abundance and species and like, and yeah, it's just crazy. It's like it's good. I like talking about it. It's frustrating, mm-hmm. but it's good to talk about. Oh, it. Absolutely, about, yeah. absolutely. You know, people got to know about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like I say. You have fish and game decide uh, we're not going to import Bontebuck into America because we think they're endangered. I mean, Bontebuck died to 80 animals, no, 200 animals in South Africa. Game ranching brought them up that every single game ranch has got, there's hundreds of thousands of them now, but they're going, oh, they're still protected. Oh, by the way, we think they might be crossed with a blessback. Therefore, they're not pure. Therefore, you can't import them into America. So we put in a ban on Bontebuck. That's fucking American fishing game. Hmm. So my partner's got Bontebuck. He's going, well, fuck, what must I do with them? They're worthless now. We'll just shoot them for meat. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have any left by next year. He's not going to have a single Bontebuck on his thing. Every rancher applies that same tactic. What's going to happen to the Bontebuck? Bye-bye. Boom, goodbye. Now yeah. they're extinct species. It's crazy. What the hell is that thing? It makes like? so crazy. much sense, though. Yeah, it's a it's a blessback in a tuxedo. Oh, How do you look spell it? it? What? <laughs> it looks like it's got it's all the colors are royal. Bonte, B O N T E B U C K. Bontebuck or B O K in Afrikaans. There we go, wow. bro. I want to shoot that fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at look look look. That thing's beautiful. Look at the royal colors on those things. Fuck me. Dang. And we're going to have American fish and game cause those things to be extinct because they're fucking ignorant. That's sad. <laughs> Look how beautiful they are. Wow. That's like, 
if a red heart of beast is made of magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, a bless book. Okay. I I'm not familiar with my... I, don't, I just know red heart of beast. Man. Yeah. Aren't sure. they beautiful? Badass. They are amazing. What's that one? What's the shadow? So you can't yeah. shoot those at all in Africa? You can shoot them, but you can't import them. So why oh, guys, you can't import them. So why, why go and spend no 15... One's gonna, yeah, no one's going to pay money. Who's going to spend 1500 bucks in something that can't bring home? Yeah. True. Wow. And we and we don't want to do anything illegally and, and you know, send it over here as a fucking blessed back because some smart guy, you know... In Chicago. Someone's going to go... Oh, highest too. Damn. Someone's going to oh, that's that's not a fucking blessed back because he's a little smarter than all the other monkeys. Wow, those are cool. <laughs> yes, it is. I blessed him. There we go. He's magic. Wow, those are beautiful. Now pull up a blessed back and then you can see the difference. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. You see the difference. You yeah. See the, yep. They're close, but they're different. Yeah. We can bring a blessed buck off. Hey, one's wearing one. One's wearing a tuxedo, and one's not. Exactly. <laughs> see, I know that's the difference. Yeah. One dressed up for the occasion. The other one's yeah, wearing other one's, casual clothes. <laughs> other one's getting married, and the other one isn't. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're cool, man. Blessed buck's more like Doug showing up at a wedding. Yeah, I'm a blessed buck. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna ask. We're gonna do a round table. This is gonna be. Uh, an, it's an impossible question. That's what makes it fun. And we'll start with we'll go we'll start with Sam first, and we're going to end on Stuart. Your favorite animal in South Africa, as of right now, I know it will it will change, but right now, what's your favorite it, during the minutes of this podcast? The Cape Buffalo. Cape Buffalo. Fair. That was amazing. The Black Death. The Black Death. Okay. Linda. The Lechway. Yeah, the Lechway is cool. Was, that was my favorite. I had that one pulled up. Yeah, those are neat. It is like a water bucket Impala. You nailed yep. it. Mm-hmm. I was timid to say it because everyone was like, pull it up and be like, what was I thinking about? But uh, Looks like you were zero. a thousand percent right. Yeah, it's just three times bigger than an Impala. Yeah. Very cool. How much smaller are they than a water buck? About half. Half. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So in between. Mm-hmm. So how big is a big lechway? Like, I would say mule, mule deer, oh, body-wise about a mule deer size, maybe a little bit bigger. But a good, good lechway, about a really good lecture, 28 to 30 inches. Really? So, yeah. like, similar so to a water, water buck. buck. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Cool. Damn. Eric, what's your choice? Ooh. Eric. 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 Oh, Eric. It's hard. <laughs> it is hard. I think I'm about to go Kudu. I need redemption. God damn it. Kudu's your favorite. You shot a giraffe. I know, but I also shot a Kudu that. You need redemption on. I need redemption on. Yeah. I think I was the only one to shoot at one with an arrow. Kurt, what do you think? Thanks, man. Pick me. Um, <laughs> you don't count. Doug, go. <laughs> I don't count. I'm the <laughs> moderator. Yeah. Um, I always, I think there's a lot of cool ones, but I'm always stuck on, um, well, I got real into water buck during the hunt. Like That was like uh, the thing, but uh, Gim's buck, I'm always like, I don't know. I would. That's one animal I think, like of all animals already shot, I would want to shoot another Gim's buck. I just think they're beautiful. Mm. Swordsmen of the field. Swordsmen of the field, yeah. The Zorro. They're sharp. I did not expect that. Hey, Doug, what's your favorite? <laughs> um, it's got to be the greater kudu. But Gims, people say like greater it. kudu or they just say kudu. Are you being, are you being an ass? I'm just being, you know, just that proper. Correct. He's, just, proper. he's just being Doug. <laughs> 
But I do like Gensbuck's Gensbuck's faces are so like mm, it's like a beautiful. mask almost. I don't I think now now though also that I have a wildebeest, I kinda wanna do the wildebeest slam. Them wildebeest are beautiful. They oh are my good. god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going for the slam? That would be... I wanna go for the slam, I think. Can we well, do that? Yeah. Slammy. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Slammaroni and cheese, let's go. What's this animal that carry shot? That's a common readback. Okay. That's a world. What's with the bases? Oh shit! That I, I think that's the biggest readback we've shot ever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. That's that. He didn't mention we, that. We call that an oops, oops one. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah we weren't supposed to. <laughs> well, there was another one like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess you're saying I was what? He had yeah. a friend. Yeah. yeah. No, there was another one like him. Sable, man. Sable, Sable are badass cool, too. Man. Yeah. There, there isn't a bad one over there. I mean, I love them God, all. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. They were so much fun. To... What kind of mount are you doing on your sable? Full mount, full body. Aren't you doing that uh, special? We're doing the special. We did bring. We did have that dip and pack because you're going to do that. Oh, I'm going to compete with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah, are. Yeah, I'm going to do a pedestal mount with it. I think yeah. that'll be really one of them. One of them really sweeping pedestal mounts where you get a lot of that back into where it. Yeah. That goes all the way down. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I, brought, I, I brought back two animals. You to, brought the kudu back too. The kudu too. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a double pedestal type thing with them. Ah, Niala are really cool too. Down, they're all Damn. cool, man. Guess what? Niala is a kudu and drag. Yeah, I want to shoot everything over there. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I, Africa was yeah. never, ever, ever on my radar screen. It was someplace I wanted maybe go, but now I never Look at ever, that rowdy ever bunch want to of miss gr- it. Rowdy bunch of guys. <laughs> I love them. Hey. All. Whoa, hey, oh. oh. All right, Stuart, you're up. I'm going to snooker you all. Um, my, my most favorite thing to hunt is a Volrebeck. I don't even know. Look, it, look up. it up. What is that? Jamie, look it up. <laughs> that sounds like a truck. Spell it's, it. It's, you, um, it's spelled, uh, spell it Gray Rayback, uh, G-R-E-Y, and then dash Rayback. R- yeah, uh, Rayback? Yeah. Google find no, 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 go R E Y. It is a truck. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on. Go, go floor R- mats. R R E H. Oh, there it is. There we go. Africans. There we go. What? Whoa, that little thing. It's the only animal in Africa that's got fur like a rabbit. Really? It's got no next of kin. Is that where the jackal came from? <laughs> It lives on the top tops of the mountains. Like, see how big those Rebuy. eyes are. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's where Reebok gets her shoes. Whoa, those are weird, man. Look at that. You can kill those? Wow. Yep. Yep. And it is a challenge. Why the hand. long face? Yep. What with is a, uh with a bow? No, you I don't think anyone has killed one with a bow. Oh do that. What really? Mm-hmm. How how tall are they? Do you want to change the world? Yeah, how big is this animal? It is looks like it's about two feet tall. Are they tiny? Um, they're b- a little smaller than a springbok. Really? Know. Yeah. And I guess I, I guess I grew up hunting them, um, and yeah, they just became a passion. Interesting. Mm. See, that's a. Have you got one before? So yeah, I've got I've games. got a really good one. That, it's so cool that I way. Mean, you get over there and it's like. Well, what's oh, that? I ain't got what's enough that? money God, with me. Look at the cutie, though. You, you know, what, can't you know what's a cool cutie. animal? A roan. Yeah. The, yeah. A, dr- a drone? We shot, we shot one with Nick's dad, Wayne. Yeah. And shot um, a drone? Yeah, it was, it was a magnificent. He shot it with his, with his crossbow. Mm-hmm. 
What a, how big is a roan? They're a big body they're sec- animal. Second largest antelope in Africa. They are. Yeah. Wow. Uh, after the eland, yeah. Whoa, looks it's like a Brock Lesnar saber. Yep. yep. <laughs> Dude, I'm on these analogies. Like, like guys got pizza. Fucking on. murder. Isn't, it that, is. isn't that neat? Uh, yeah, those are cool. What's a big roan, like uh, horn wise? Probably 29, 30 inches. Really? Yep. How big was that water bug? Was it your daughter that shot like a really, really big water bug? I'm just a good photographer. I thought you were saying the one was like into the, well into the 30s. No, that one my daughter my my daughter's was about 28. Okay. Um we got one of about just under 34. You shot a couple in the 30s, but yeah. um, the biggest one who shot was just under 34. Jesus. That's like crazy crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Insane. What's so when we were over there and this is like for people still listening, it's like well, you try and compare everything to like okay in whitetail terms mm-hmm. because that's like that's how we understand things. Yeah. So I remember my antelope was a, a good antelope. I'm like, uh, or uh, yeah, Impala. I'm like, what would this be? You're like mid 140s. Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. Yeah, I get that. That's all yeah, right. You understand it. Kick ass. Yeah. yeah, I shot a booner. So you did. Yeah, your your Impala is big. Mm-hmm. So I just kept you throwing that. Too. So it's like. Yeah. A roan, a two hundred inch roan, and and whitetail terms would be over yeah. thirty. Yeah, it's like for kudu, it's like sixty and bigger. Yeah, yeah. What for Gims buck? Or what would it be? What would forty inches? Forty. That's yeah. so tall. That's cool. forty inches. That is crazy. But you won't think of it that way. You won't get them in the bushveld. You've actually got to go to the area where more arid, more semi desert type of thing. Mm. Namibia hold really big. Gemsbuck, and then we've got an area in the Karoo called the Karoo, which is in the Northern Cape, and um, we hunt quite a bit out there as well. And we we've shot some really good Gemsbuck, you know, mm-hmm. high thirties, low forties. No kidding. Yeah, and if you shoot a bull forty inches, that's like shooting a four hundred inch elk. No kidding. Yeah, but you can get cows like because females go taller. Yeah. Right? You can shoot cows like forty four, forty five inches. Yeah. Remember the old cow that we shot she was like missing hair i think we she's 37 yeah something like 37, that yeah. but it's cool like now knowing more like she's real she's thin and long yeah whereas now i see bowls and i'm like okay i get i see that see now that thickness, they're yeah. shorter but thicker well not all of them are short you must see you must see how beautiful that mountain out your mountain. i can't wait to see yeah that, it's man. magnificent yeah that's like i just love i just love gimsbuck they're just so cool and yeah. i didn't realize how sharp their horns are like you could like needle sharp, sword yep. sharp. Yep. Which What's is crazy, crazy is when you said like you could throw a rock at it and it could hit, hit it away. It. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're pretty aggressive antelope, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. You'll see them if if you watch a herd, you'll see how aggressive they are. They'll be poking one another all the time. No kidding. Mm-hmm. That'd be annoying. What are we talking about? I had to pee. If we're all guns bucking, we're just poking each other all the time. <laughs> well, kind of. I just do this. <laughs> Taking a head out to cut it. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> So when, <laughs> since we're just talking size of animals, like a Cape Buffalo, is it width? Like mm. bosses and width? So you you basically box it. So it's it's the length from end of the, the turn to end of the turn. That's that's where they determine a buffalo from. Mm. SCI you'll do you'll do the measurements and then you'll do the bosses. 
Yeah, like a musk ox would be measured, yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah, same way as a musk ox, one hundred percent. Interesting. Yeah, that's like fun. Sam. Sam's would measure really well in SCI mm-hmm. because it's got those massive bosses, and then it's got the big turn and the points that point backwards. So he'll yeah. he'll he'll get a good score on that if you had to do that. And the other the, Afri- I, well, I don't know if it's just is Roland Ward just South Africa, yeah. or is it all yeah. of yeah, Africa? Af- it's 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 all of Africa. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You ever hunted a lesser kudu? I haven't, no. no. What, what is the difference? Search it, you'll see. A less, lesser kudu is a third of the size of a normal kudu. Oh, really? They're smaller than a nyala, but they look like oh. a kudu. Yep. And oh, wow. there are many kudu. Yep, many kudu. You've never shot one? Nope, that, because you find them in Ethiopia and Tanzania and, oh. and Kenya. So is it still technically like a kudu species? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's of the spirals. It's just lesser. It's a small <laughs> one. <laughs> It's not <laughs> greater <Yeah>. and lesser. <laughs> yeah, they're, be- like the, they're beautiful. Remember, the alligator eats the big number. Wow, they are pretty. <laughs> yeah. Man, this whoever came so up with cool. that one is a genius. And it's, and it's actually like on the on the greater kudu, you have you have the Cape kudu, you have the um, Southern greater, you have the Abyssinian, you have the East African, and the. I think it's awesome. The Western Kudu. So there's a bunch of different Kudus, but that little guy is the prettiest of them all. Wow, they are cool. Why is everything just so awesome over there? They're yeah, beautiful. what's that about? <laughs> what does it all mean? Explain that. We, Explain it. We're just awesome. Us Africans are awesome. I didn't say you were. I said the animals. That's the same thing. That's oh. where we get it from. I mean, you're pretty oh. cool, but... <laughs> hey, no, you're not. See, I always think <laughs> a Niyala is a Kudu in drag. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because it has a beard? It's a confused kudu. They just got, you know, they're just going through some social. <laughs> they're rebelling. <laughs> they are cool. The beard is just cool. Yeah. They do have a beard. I need to start looking at more as a beard, the unless ma- like a the dress. mane, and and then they got that belly hair. Are they aggressive? No. Say because I was like ten yards from one. A baby? No. <laughs> no. Remember, <laughs> I was hammered. Oh, we're dark. In the dark. It was dark yeah. yeah. I walked up on that baby one in my birthday suit, scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> what? The one that was in camp? Yeah. I was going to take a shower and it was in the trail. I'm like, Ugh, That little one was in camp because it was trying to get away from leopards. Yeah, that's 100%. why they hang. That's why they stick around camp. Hell, I would too. Mm-hmm. No fucking A. Yeah, Pretty that makes cool. a lot of sense. All I got to do is worry about seeing some America's little bird. Yeah, and you see how pretty you've seen it. And you see how pretty the females are. Totally different color, just the orange and the and the white. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a, like a, a crazy striped whitetail. Mm. Mm-hmm. They are pretty, man. God, how fun. So fun. I like them, man. Everything over there go, is cool. Go, go back up a little bit. Whoa, whoa. Oop. Go down a bit. There, on the, on the right. Yeah, that's a mountain yala. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Isn't he magnificent? Why is his nose all up? Yeah, yeah he's, all, he, he's all messed up. Looks a little bigger. Yeah, he is. He's a lot. He's the size of a kudu body wise. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Where do you kill them at? Yeah, um, Ethiopia. That's a a mountain. Mountain Yala. Yeah. Damn, that thing's awesome. See, like, it's crazy that you just. I keep learning about more more animals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's in Ethiopia. Yeah. Can you hunt there? Yep. Wow. That's Can you photo. hunt there? I I got contacts there. I I'm not licensed there, but I I mean, got contacts there. That's crazy. Dude. Have you been in every country in Africa? I haven't, no. I'd like to. Oh, what's that one up? Wow, the limb. Jeez. What's one of the horns going like 
bent backwards. Huh? This one? Uh, yeah. I think that's fake. That's Yeah, that's him, but that's a fake. <laughs> what the f- that wasn't a very good artist <laughs> there you go that's what you want he put the antlers on backwards or the horns yeah. they're cool man yeah. dude alright so let's talk about our camp next year because we're getting we're I was going to see- say if you've been this far and you are well, thinking dude. about going to Africa just go because we have spots well you can tell that we're, we're literally in here google imaging photos of antelope and we're all like gawking and getting quiet looking at them all but that just goes to show how fun it is uh, so we do have spots or yep. WCB Old Barn Africa Camp Weeks, and we have them stretched from. We'll tell you. I mean, I'm gonna pee quickly. Do your thing. Do your thing. Oh. Doug, I'll do one more beer somewhere in here. Uno mas. Good thing I'm yes. so organized. It's got some Old Barn and some G2 in there. I saw. Oh yeah. <laughs> we are set up. Okay. So. Our first week, which is Doug is heading off. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, here, sorry. You know, I need to get like a button extender. Yeah, or just just like a long rod that hits that for you. Uh, <laughs> first week, June uh, June twenty eighth through July sixth of twenty twenty four. The best camp to go to. Shut up. There is spots <laughs> available. Uh, week two, Mister Eric's week, July sixth through July fourteenth. Let's go. Um, you think there might be after your guys' book three spots available there? Maybe, yep. Maybe we'll see. Uh, option one of week three is my week. I got the button. Uh, July twenty sixth through August fourth. Um, this is pretty full. Tentatively full. Uh, option two week also week three is Sam and Linda's one of their weeks. July 26th or August 4th, and that is getting full. It's tentatively full. Tentatively yes. full. Uh, week four is the second week that I'm there. August 4th through the 12th of 24, and, uh, that, and the cult leader might be there that week as well. Um, we have spots available there. Uh, Jordan, our intern, will be there while I'm there. Actually, he might be there for Eric's week as well. He's Gonna just get an apartment somewhere in South Africa. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can stay with Ethan. Like there six, you go. Six bucks a day. Sheesh. And then uh, week five, Jacob uh, Victory Drive week. Jacob and Ashley. There is openings for that week. Week six, which is the old barn week, uh, is full. Yep. So, Linda Weiser? Question mark behind your name. I don't know. <laughs> And we're, not, we're not we're not a hundred percent sure that we're going to be there just simply because we're trying to figure out if we have enough bedding area because there's a lot of it's a big group yeah yeah it's a big group gotcha so okay. big group. Stuart I just went through the weeks and the dates and availability now there is people that uh, will be filled in throughout these that we're waiting on Ooh. exact date confirmation from. Yeah, finalization. finalization. I got a great question for Stuart. Stuart, if you had to choose a week, who would you go with? Oh, shit, Doug, that's a tough one. It's like picking your favorite kid. Yeah. But you have one. I love them all. I, don't, I, don't I love that. all my kids. You can't go six weeks, Stuart. <laughs> well, I can well, you can. But I can. <laughs> That's why they call me daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so we do have availability there. I think 
It's like base package, Stuart, if you want to break some of that down. kind of like So if you came to the clinic that we hosted in February, then you got really good pricing. You got the full A to Z spiel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But for this for the episode, we're going to do another clinic. Yep. But, um, yeah, however you want to, like, pitch. I believe that's, episode the, t- uh, that's the 27th January of 27th. January. Yeah, yes. January 27th. We plan to have the, the next clinic to do another A to Z. Mm-hmm. From start to finish, getting your animals back, yep. being, the, being the Z. Um, yeah, I think what we've got to do is, is we've, we've put these dates aside. You know, our bow hunting areas do accommodate rifle guys as well. So if there are some of the guys' mates that want to come out, we can certainly, you know, accommodate them in our rifle area. Mm-hmm. Um We've acquired a few more bow hunting areas as well because obviously this is starting to grow a hell of a lot, a lot quicker than we we're expecting. So <laughs> we did a lot of more research, went to look to, looked at some more bow hunting areas, met up with some guys and who are willing to work with us. Um, magnificent lodges, good areas, good blinds. So I'm fairly confident, you know, we're going to be successful in all those areas. So we've got to look to see how we can drive this get guys motivated mm-hmm. like try and put up a five five animal you know um bow hunting deal you know seven days for 5500 um i'll work on a on the types of animals for those areas that are value for money um and work on that and obviously if that's the case and you know as as you guys all know about it and especially austin you know when you you're sitting there and you're seeing, well, shit, you know, this is not on my list, but I really want it. Yeah. You know, we're open to all that sort of stuff. You know, we'll, we'll we'll accommodate the guys best as we can to switch out. And I think if we can just get you guys out there, you'll you'll appreciate what we're trying to do. Well, 100%. Yeah. Definitely. You know, <clears throat> commit to, you know, like I said, we'll like you and I chatted, try and put some together for about 5500 bucks mm-hmm. um and we'll give the if the spouses or a daughter or son or you know hunting buddy want to join as an observer we can certainly cut them a deal on that as well and i'm one of those type of guys if they want to shoot something just pay for the trophy pay for yep. the animal you know i'm not going to go no you can't shoot it or you got to pay a hunting rate for that day that's bullshit come in you're there why not shoot something right exactly that's I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think that if you know, especially if the guy's spouse or kid or whatever it is, because it's in it's in the school holidays as well, and come in and join them. Mm-hmm. Come yeah, a, come and have a bit of fun and get bitten by the African bag. Yeah, I have to say, yeah. from a woman's standpoint, the women would love this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's absolutely it's beautiful facilities. You get to go out with your husband, spouse, boyfriend, whatever, and it is just phenomenal to watch all these gorgeous animals. I mean, it's just fun. The food. The, the food, food oh, the f- is oh, amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Quit so talking good. about it. Amazing. <laughs> so amazing. Can you pull, up one, can you pull up. that at the facilities up, uh, one yeah. of the facilities? So, yeah. I mean, the women are going to love this. Yeah. It's just. You got private room. You have yep. a private room. Private bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your 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 laundry's done every day. Every day. Every day. So yeah. you don't have to pack much. No. You no. just really don't. Three outfits. Three outfits yeah. is all you need. That's all you need. Well, that too, and on our YouTube, we have some videos from our trip, and uh, you can see like the one lodge we were at and some of the food and all that. Here's the one that 
This one looks awesome. This one does. Yeah, this is I uh, said I negotiated with. Well, not negotiated. Um, you know, we I chatted to him, and he's an avid bow hunter, and he said, "Hey, man." I've got a good facility. I can't take all the game off there. Would you be interested? And I said, well, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, well, let's work some dates in with you guys and start it up and build something. I think that would be pretty good. Let's do it. And if yeah. I stayed there, I would never come home. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that was a problem. That is a problem. That's why we want to go back that. for two weeks. I yeah. mean, I I don't want to not be there. Yeah. It's so much fun, man. Everything it's about a blast. It's incredible. Yeah. It is. It's, it's hard to explain. It's hard to really like explain. It might seem like we're trying to upsell it, but you just have so much full throttle fun until you leave. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, and it, and it feels, you, you said something. We're trying to upsell it. It feels like that, but we are absolutely not. This is no. absolutely fucking amazing. If you're amazing. a bow hunter, you owe it to your, yep. your life yep. experience. Yeah. For a, Just do it. And do for it now because you're not going to regret it. For $5,500 to shoot five animals. It's, it's cheaper Just, than a guided elk. It's only got there the first night. It is. Like, well, mm-hmm. like, I'm glad we came here already. And I didn't even see an animal yet. Well, you still, Cape The travel's yeah. long. And I think that's what scares a lot of people. Yeah, it is. And even it, in it the does. video, like I'm like, oh, it's a long fucking trip. Oh, fuck. You know, like I'm... But then you get there and you're like immediately. It goes a lot faster than you think, though. I thought, anyways. It it does. It does. I mean, and the big thing is, you know, you get there the first time and then you go get back home and you go, fuck, I've got to do that again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Instantly. We we, we call that the African bug. You get bitten by it. Doesn't you, you forget about that flight? I mean, I fly back every year to go and guide and everything like that. And I've, Got so damn used to it. It's like getting in my car and driving somewhere. I just do just it. Do it. Just doing it. Yeah. 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 Well, figure it out. I'm pumped to go back. I'm everyone excited to have camps with everyone. And uh, don't worry if you if you want to go, you're unsure about it. Hit any of us up. Yep. We'll answer your questions. We'll hold your hand through it. Like that's what we're for. Like literally, we will do it. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Like, yeah. And if you're going to like one of our camps, I mean, we could almost all plan flies together so you're not going by yourself yep. Yep. yeah yeah it'd meet. actually be more fun anyway yeah yep. so yeah. and also we you know we, we we hit up a couple of uh different travel agencies and you know we've had incredible experience with them and you know we can you know linda and sam you know can point you in the right direction as well they give you it's not just one option they give you two or three different three options, options. Three <clears> options. Yeah. and four then you you'd if four, if you want them, and then you decide. You decide which one you wanted. Um, Maybe we can work something out with them, where we can all try and get. Well, a, you do. Well, they do. Look. That's how they do. They, they, buy, they block, buy in blocks. Yeah, blah, oh, they yeah. block book their flights, and then you know, and, yeah. they, and it works out cheaper. Yeah, I, I have all that mm. information. I think I forwarded that. To yeah, you sent it to me. And yeah. Not you, not yeah. to get into the deep nuts and bolts on here, but we have some mm-hmm. ways too. You can get some free flights around some credit cards. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot more uh, stuff that you're like, oh, shit, that makes a lot of sense. Why yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. stuff that, you know, we'll put together and provide anybody that wants it, you know. But mm-hmm. you literally, we can, you can fly over there for free. Yep. You yep. know, and you're already spending the money on your household anyway. Yeah. So Just Lin- put it on the credit card, pay it off. Put yep. it, exactly. Yep. Cost put it on the credit card, pay it off. Yep. Yep. And, it, and like $4,000 later with your bonus points, one of you flying for free. Yep. Exactly. 100% free. Yeah, there's ways there's ways to make it cheaper. Yeah, life's short. It's not that hard to get over there and have a great time. That's yeah. really the the end of it all. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm pumped to go back, man. I'm looking forward to spending I'm, time I'm with so everybody. Excited. I'm excited for. I think we're starting a trend of like WCB Old Barn Hunt Camps. Yeah. Yep. Yes. 
be fun. Sounds good. Thanks for taking the old man. I really wish. Let me be with you. (laughs) I'll gut your back, old man. (laughs) (laughs) You always invite I love it. I love it. Linda just tipped just over like the good old in Africa. <laughs> I was the spouse on this African <laughs> You were the at, I, I was the guy one. that didn't have to pay much. You got to shoot yeah. something nice. You, you, were, you were the plus one. I was the yeah. plus one. <laughs> kind of like when we went to New Zealand and and uh, I was a plus one there too. He was. He was. It's funny because we a went, trend. Uh, taught with the tar, and the second day he's like, "I ain't going back up there. You ain't going." Ma- I don't want to talk about the this. women shopping. <laughs> That, that, sh- that should be a fine. Let's get this. Let's get this out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, this, take, I'll take that fine. I thought we yeah, escaped it. No. I, I thought we almost got away. Uh, I'm like right, over here tapering off the episode. I'm like, well, it's been good. Well, let's have a quick fine just, uh, just for just old quick wine. For shits and giggles. It tastes a lot more gingery over here than it did over there. Fucking Stewart's had two already tonight. You busted. <laughs> It was yeah, my fault. That was your fault. Come Douglas Poole. Are we di- are we dishing fines? Well, I think I just got one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you earned yours. Yeah. That's a story. I, I, that's a story we really need to tell one day. That tar trip was crazy. Yeah, we did. Crazy. Yeah. I got the but full take, story it, of it. It's no, good. It, it takes a while. Yeah, it is a long time. But I went shopping with the girls after <laughs> my one did day. Did you have fun? With the girls, yes. yeah. I heard I know the story and it's it's for a good reason. Be yes. nice to my fine, will you please? <laughs> nope. It's good for you. It's a yeah. fine. I got to drive like 14 hours tomorrow, and you should do me a solid. There's a solid. I got a fine for you. That was pretty nice. For me? I got your fine. You know, when dad's with you, he likes to pick up oh. the tab. Yes. Yeah. And you picked up the tab tonight for dinner. The podcast did. The podcast did. Yeah, but you got it last time. Yeah, but. Now we're even. You're I, welcome. I like to get it. Hey, you know what it is? Good Why? friendships, things just eventually even out. I know. It's not about. I know. You want more? It's, I didn't do it because I didn't want you to be like, <laughs> well, I got to buy it next too time. And I know that's why that's you good. didn't do it the first time. I know. And that's why, like, why you, you know, you got good friends. When you go out to eat and, and your homie forgets his wallet, and you just go, dude, so it'll even I got out. It. It'll I even got out. Because yeah. sooner or later, we're going to be at the tavern, and you're going to buy me three rounds in a row because I wasn't thinking about buying a round because I had one too many fines. Yeah. And it all evens out. Good it'll, friendships, it'll it all out. evens out. You're right. All right. But just know right, I like fine like who? to buy dinner. Are we okay. fining? We're doing yeah, who's fining who? Yeah, let's do a quick round of fines, and then... That was mine to you. Okay, I'll take that fine. Okay. okay. And, and I'll let you buy. All right. That's fair. You're daddy. Yeah, I'm daddy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Uh, gingery. I'm finding Doug for not making the last Awesome. Great just because you're just watching the podcast doesn't mean you're not, nope. not doing a fine. You didn't, make, you didn't make it. You didn't make the last trade show. Fine. Uh, that's a fine. Poor Austin one. God, I just remember being around a fire pit on that one. It's way takes better it, when you're in high camp around a fire. Yeah, where's the Yeah, it tastes way better. <laughs> Fines are easier to drink when you kill a 45-inch staple. <laughs> <laughs> or a giraffe. Or a giraffe. Or a giraffe. Or, um, fuck anything, really. Oof. Oh, okay. I got All right. We still have some. Who's finding who? Eric. Um, Ooh, Eric. Are you faking a fine? Hmm? He's just going to get one for shits and giggles. I oh. gave one to Doug. Oh, because yeah. he didn't go to the show. So Doug goes. Yeah, because I was in a wedding. Yeah. That's a pussy excuse. Yeah. Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? What a bitch. I'm going to find Eric for missing multiple trade shows. Good. I have a way better excuse than you. Goodbye. What's your excuse? Goodbye. I had a kid. Goodbye. <laughs> no one gives a shit, dude. That's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> All right. Pretty good. <laughs> Linda. Oh. 
I find you for just being such an awesome person. Oh my god, <laughs> that's too nice. That's not a fine. That's a compliment. Yeah. That's call, not a fine. You just call fine, Linda. There's nothing wrong with her. <laughs> you're, right, you're right. You're right. I get to be near perfect every night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, oh boy. Oh, I, sh- I hit two buttons at once. Fat fingered it. Okay. Who's got one? Stewart's got one. Austin's got, got one. Austin's oh, got one. He's got one. And, and Sam's got one. Get one for the intern, too, just because he's an idiot. Shame, man. That'd be ugly. That's be ugly. Shame. I'm just kidding. Shame. I know you But he needs one. I'm going yeah, we'll to throw, throw, throw Tanner fine. Uh-oh. This is I, a work-related I, fine somehow. I, I love to fish, right? And he's got all these... Amazing fish. I actually thought about doing, and he's never invited me in. Ah, oh, that's a fine. That's never a, you've never, me. you've never invited the employee of the month fishing. Yeah, yeah. I would take my riblet basket, and we would go yeah, fishing. Fishing pole. I'll give you that one because that there was one spot you gave for me, and I haven't done the return. So okay, yes. mm, that's take, a good find. Down the hatch. Down the hatch. Maybe he didn't want to give up his flex schedule. No, that way you didn't know where he was all the time. So he <laughs> find him. Maybe not. <laughs> Come on, I'll find it up. There's Sam, myself, and Austin. Okay. Um, Sam needs to kill more shit. I don't like to kill shit. I know. I I said earlier when you talked about getting old, how you don't want to kill stuff no more. Well, that would be. I've got this amazing grandsons. I've got it fine for Sam. He shot his fucking buffalo in the face. Hey, who are going to tell him about that? Bleep <laughs> that out. He didn't charge, did he? No. They I, confused I, him. I, was, I, was, I did shoot him bad. So, it confused him, and that's why I stood for a like, second and a like, third and a fourth. Fuck, man. You shot him in the face. <laughs> oh, shit. No, right? Really? We're only 50 Just yards a, from him. And rang, rang his bell. I mean, he was fucking. He didn't know what the hell happened. Oh, it, it, probably a good thing on something like that. Well, I was trying. I was shaking. I told you I was shaking. Oh, I get it. <laughs> like, yeah. You like, got him. Like a little girl. Close your ears, Linda. I was shaking. <laughs> hey, that's fair. Thank you. Thank you. Justified. Right. So, sorry. Hey, sorry. We got yeah. him. We can't find anything bad about you, so oh, no. you had to go low. I okay. got one for Stewart. I did too. Oh, you do? Does, do we have to pour them? We'll, we'll do two. No, and no, one. no, no. I got it. I got it dry. But this is two and one. Okay. We'll do two and one. Trying to order hats two weeks before you leave. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, that's a good fine. Kurtz? What's Kurtz? Mine would be. I'll, I'll I'll do a fine for the future. If you don't come to Bear Camp, then you have to do another fine. Okay, okay. that's a future Done. fine. Done. Right, that's fair. Yeah, future fine. That's like one for the bank. Is anyone left? Austin. Austin. There's nothing bad about Austin. There is nothing bad about him. Nobody. Um, his no. T-shirt. His T-shirt. Let's find him. Can first. I make? Can I make our new announcement, Austin? <laughs> I don't, I don't about my new employees at oh. the Old Barn. Sure. Not officially yet. Oh, yeah. I won't make it yet. Hey, then. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll, we'll do. A, we'll, we'll do a thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Austin. Didn't bring his own microphone to the podcast. So he, yeah. uh, he wasn't yeah. going to go to Africa. <laughs> yeah, you weren't going to go to Africa, and you didn't bring your own microphone. <laughs> he still might not. There we go. Jordan, did you get one? You want one? I'll take one. Oh, yeah. We got to give one. Jordan one. one Jordan, day. his partner so nonch- is just... He's so nonchalant. Jordan's a really hard worker, and he's just our intern, so he has to just take one. And that's all right. There we go. I'm Jordan. There you go. And then you have to give us a review, what you think. I'm sure you had one at Illinois Deer and Beer. Let's see your ID first. I did. 
didn't have one of these at. You did not? Uh-uh. Really? Yeah. You didn't have one? Down the hedge, Boykey. <laughs> That's good shit, yeah. Tastes like Chinese food. <laughs> 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 it is very ginger. It is very gingery. <laughs> That's hilarious. That was a great explanation. Yeah, yeah, I never thought of that. Thank <laughs> you guys so much for coming in and doing this. Yes. Uh, you guys are all awesome. You guys have all, legitimately, I mean this when I say this. Uh, to our whole crew have been life changing. Yep, ten percent people in our in our whole careers, our lives, our hunting careers, our passions, everything. So well, that goes both ways. Yeah, agreed. Well, well, I mean, we love, agreed. We love everybody here. It's we amazing that people can come together over a common interest from literally across the world and in our own backyards and kind of form this like circle of community that family. we got going on. Like yeah, family. Hundred percent. Well, you're all family. I mean, that's when when I talk about you guys. I'm, my brothers likewise yeah we love you guys we really do dad dad and mom and my brothers (laughs) (laughs) we're just the rambunctious kids (laughs) we're just the idiots oldest person in here well, don't we don't need we to We were going to bring it up. <laughs> we we, 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 we would have never finer, said that. Finer. I was going to find her, and I thought, ooh, maybe I need me. You know, easy, easy. You can't do that. Probably find her for that. You know. You know what? You got a bottle at home. You can find. Yeah, do some finds later. Later. For the kids. For the kids. Wait, what? It's it's wrong. Okay, it's wrong. No, we do love you guys. We appreciate yeah. it. It's, it's fun. We love you guys. We're going to well, have a lot you. more fun hunting camp. So. Oh, 100%. Hit us all up. We'll all answer any of your questions if you're wanting to go from taxidermy to hunting Africa to uh, ginger brandy shots. We got, we got spots in Africa, so book them. Let's go. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Peace. Boom.